listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon Log. Everybody ready? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Boobies! Nothing exploded. Bizarre. <laughs> hey, look at that. The recording kind of works, but we have no video for anyone on the recording machine, so they're just static faces. So everyone has to precede what they're saying with, I am, name, then say which... No, I'm kidding. Joking. <laughs> Joking. I have to do that. Because we totally oh, don't no, have an do. audience it's used to like listening thing. to podcasts without video or anything like that. I know, it's like back, it's like retro, right? It's back in the past. So old school. What XP do we have? Thing? Five million. No. I like that. Seven, five, nine, eight, one. Thank you. I have an empty slot and now it is filled. Uh, thing has filled my empty just slot. level nine with that? Yeah, we just made it and then died because our GM's a bad man. <laughs> I'm a rather nice man. I like our GM. It's, it's, oh, really? It's, it's all yeah. it's all Mr. Sutter we're blaming for very hard encounters. Uh huh. What are people saying about that encounter? Are they finding? Honestly, it I think we feel we're the only ones who've TPK'd at it. Nice. Well, maybe everybody else didn't give them reach. I think we're, a, I think we're, a, oh, I think we're a pretty, I think we're a pretty bad group, uh, base-wise. We weren't a good basic group. We have no good basic skills. Who got it? Fine. It was, it was. Um, Not having an arcanist really didn't help. That, that that's probably the main thing. It was having one caster stretched into two roles was a bit much. Yes. Which, which unfortunately, when you're fighting things like invisible creatures. You need that two caster help sometimes. Yes. You could eat your dinner. Well, I'm excited. I have a new character. Yes, no, so do I. Characters. So how how should we start this? Do we introduce new characters and briefly muddle together a story as to what's why they're here? Uh, you tell us. You tell us what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we decided, but that was pre-surgery, and I can't remember. Um, okay. Well, so the, the general <laughs> yeah. story. The general Lindsay, story has been a bit waffy since surgery at times. Just, yeah, since I, surgery. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> my side thing. Thing is now <laughs> on the multi Video chats in the middle of the week when how's it work for you? <laughs> Secret video chats. Oh, with the Comcast man. Even though your wife was also involved. <laughs> Wow, it's like a threesome video chat with the Comcast man. I'm okay sharing. Okay, so the general story we kind of figured out was that you are a group of people who have been hired by the Aspis Consortium. Uh, in general, you were either already within Kermega or contacted by some magical message, perhaps, or some other... Um, contact method, and Thanks. told that the consortium was um, looking to hire you for another contract in Karamega. You would have... Um, I read it in the tea leaves. What, what was that? Oh, anyway, uh, so you've all had some dealings with them in the past. Typically, however, you've kind of gotten to the point where you realize they tend to give you the short end of the stick. 
I mean, sure they pay you, but they expect you to do a lot of work. And usually it'll be something like, bring us this artifact, we'll pay you 100 gold for it, and then they'll turn around and sell it for 10,000. Those bastards. So, you willing at least to hear them out, but at the same point you're kind of all at the area where you're reasonably sure that this consortium isn't treating you very well. If you looked elsewhere and kind of did half of it, like that part of the quest where you get to the procurement of the items, and then maybe left the consortium and found a better buyer or something, it might turn out more profitable for you. I mean, you never know, right? So that's kind of the general idea. So you may or may not have worked together in some capacity before, but in any event, you have been brought together in Karamega. Um at uh, one of the taverns in town, probably admittedly one of the better ones, where I mean, they 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 at least buy you a drink. I mean, while they're while they're eating these five star meals, they at least buy you a drink, right? At least not before they fuck us. <laughs> not not yet. They're they're they're, they're, they're <laughs> just they're just having you the very polite of them. Yes, very very polite. So uh, let's see here. Uh, if I have this correct, you would have met. In Carmega, with one Elisiette Cardosa, a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Silver badge, silver rank thing. Do you, do you know what I'm looking for? Cardosa. Oh, in the what? what what's uh, that? What's the ranking system in the consortium? He's not read this part of the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think basically she, she's kind of like she's she's a, a tier up in in, in the whole manga. Yeah. So it's a, a silver member of the consortium. Uh, with, um, uh, she, she also had a, a personal attendant, uh, some Vrigian woman with kind of a two-toned blonde and brunette hair, carried a whip. Um, I think she had the last name of Scaloni or something like that. Thank you. Uh, let's see, did I have pictures for these guys? Did I think that far ahead? So you had Teresa before, but... I'm not sure I, mean, I thought this far ahead. In any event, um, Elisiette is a very um, pretty but very stern young woman and um, uh, seems to have uh, typical, um, well, she wears kind of armor over um, or underneath her very um, high-cut silk clothing and all that. She also has things like a spell pouch on her side that you seasoned adventurers can recognize. And uh, basically what they've hired you to do in town is that there's a group of these, um, well, they're not really sure what. They think that they might possibly be slave traders or something like that. They're, they're not trading necessarily with money, but with these artifacts. And of course, the consortium being the kind-hearted people they are, um, basically kind of don't want to encourage us. Oh, Horrible, horrible slave trade. So there's this party that they, they seem to be kind of passing themselves off as pathfinders. Very noticeable. Um, oh, drat. We lost um, Vecna. Hang on. Um, hang on. Give us a second. Give us a second. We're still recording. Hold on. Hang on. Pausing. <clears throat> I've paused the recording. Hold on a second. Here we go. Please wait. How did that happen? We went for so long without anything dropping out. 
It knows when we game. That was somebody launching a new version of... Hang on, I need to get back into uh, Rule 20. Um, that was somebody launching the next episode of, like, 24 on their Netflix in the house next door. <laughs> it's all about Breaking Bad. That's what it is. That's what it is. The fuckers are watching Breaking Bad. That's <laughs> over with. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah, but still, like, number one watching. Rate the audio and video quality. Zero stars. Stupid thing. Okay, hang on a second. Let me hit record again. Go. Okay. Three, two, one. We're back. Okay. Hopefully. Hopefully so, we're yeah, so, so you're meeting with the Alicia's uh, silver agent, that's what it is, agent, of the Aspis Consortium. Uh, she says that these people, they're passing themselves off with Pathfinders, and they believe that what they're doing is um, smuggling payment in the form of um, Thassilonian artifacts. Or, well, Thass- some paraphernalia of the Thassalon era or something like that. Lockhart, hold fire a second. Okay. Uh-oh. Hang on. Are we not recording? We are, but our audio quality is low. Hold on a second. Okay. Audio quality. When our other option is nothing. It's not, it's not the quality, it's the amount of uh, spike we're getting. We're quite low on our... It's and you asked quite, me... And you ask me why I want to record a separate version of the audio. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess we're going to get it. I mean, if you can record a better quality version than I can, that's fine. The, the only trouble is um, these little skips and pauses and whatnot could be tricky to line up. But line up. If you want to pair it with a video. Uh, oh, yes, of course, because you won't be recording the video. Yes, because un- unfortunately uh, I, I would try, but I have the GM view. <laughs> I think you should definitely do that, Loco. Yeah. If, yeah, you should totally do that. I don't think we'd see anything we wouldn't want to be seeing. <laughs> That's I, where the cardboard will come in. I, I, I do have some small... Uh, I do have a laptop I need to try and get fixed, and maybe I could try setting that up as the Vecna computer instead. I'm going to say, we have extra machines, but that's just going to add extra load at our yeah, end. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you have three computers. I yeah. have a reasonable connection, and... One, right now. Yeah. Maybe that's what we need to do. Yeah, maybe split the load between yeah. us until we get a better setup down here. Yeah, spread spread the load wow. between the those two. Let the load be less here for a while. Oh. I mean, or go around go around houses and cut the cut the cables <laughs> of various of those the others. Uh, so so are we are we good? Are we good? Okay, recording. It seems okay. Um, where are we now? Um, anyway, Pathfinders. Thassilonian items that they're trading with. Um, basically asking guys to follow them around. They believe that the so-called Pathfinders uh, are also here to find another such artifact. Um, essentially more or less hired to tail them um, until they can retrieve that extra one, at which point you will intervene and liberate these um, Thassalon items for the prosperity of Eurasia as seen through the administration of the Aspis Consortium. Sounds great. Of course, of of which you will each be paid a whopping 500 gold pieces after on your return. Very generous. Yeah. That's not very much for level 9 characters, is it, really? I'm feeling like I'm being kind of screwed. Possibly. 
in any event, um, you have indeed Summit Trails probably, I mean, they are very visible. One of them is like this bald guy with silver skin and monk's robes. Uh, an- another of them is a um, Tengu. Then, then there is this big Olfen guy with this huge spiked shield. And then there's this elf that is, is just wearing bandages on his hands that are all creepy and, and kind of crispy and burnt looking underneath. <laughs> I kind of miss, I kind of miss Gary the elf. <laughs> the Tengu is very pretty. In any event, you, you're able to find them. They, they were, apparently they found, um, some kid who took them to a place and I, th- I think possibly, um, Demir, I believe. Demir, uh, has a couple of uh, friends in town who who basically have a guest house they're not using that they're letting you stay with there. Um, mm. They're 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 a family of of, of prosperous sweet talker merchants. That, that would be me, by the way. That has friends in town. Demir, uh, yes. But but these these other guys they they were um, tricked into uh, what's the place? What was it called again? I don't know. The the, the, the expensive crap shack. <laughs> Um, oh, the yes. Kickback in um, the unnecessary expense. <laughs> possibly, possibly. Uh, in any event, they they went into this uh, one end where basically, uh, oh, the sorry excuse. That's what it is. The sorry excuse. There we which go. is just a rat hole of an end where they <laughs> overcharge um, new uh, people new to the city incredibly for regular services. And um, one of them kind of went out in the middle of the night. It, it's been slightly taxing for you guys, because this Gary, the elf guy, just doesn't seem to sleep. <laughs> and 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 you saw him go around. He, he, he put like this severed hand in just like the, the in front of this one store in the middle of the street. <laughs> and, and then he went around and he basically chatted with blood mages, uh, or sorry, bloat mages. The um, uh, the, the the corpulent um, uh, mages of Karamega who believe that having more blood in their bodies will make them better mages. I can see where Gary the Elf was heading. More organs make eagles more human. Uh, <laughs> right. And, and he hanged out with them, and, and you're pretty sure that uh, one of them gave him like a book on something, like Blood Magic 101 or something like that. Blood Magic 101. <laughs> how, how to blot your ass in five easy easy steps. Uh, in any, any event, something, something like that. And then he went yeah. back, and then, um, they, they talked with one of the troll augers, which you guys know that they've been on strike for some reason. Some say one of them was kidnapped by one of the factions, and it's, it's caused a whole bunch of mess within town. And, uh, then you follow them, they went to the kiln, I believe, the Ardoct family, um, uh, stronghold. And then they went to one of the balcony houses, which you also believe belongs to another Ardok family brother. And then you kind of wait around 20 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour, two hours, three hours. And, and you notice that that, that, that scrawny little street, um, youth, uh, is looking kind of increasingly nervous as he paces uh, and, 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 and kind of walks back and forth and tries to swap something from one of the, um, grocery vendors and, and casually eats it as a snack and he looks, and, um, he, he seems pretty worried at this point and you're not quite sure what's going on yourself up there. You, you've 
heard at some points things like um, slashes, screeching of a monster, perhaps explosion or two. Um, <laughs> the sounds of waving tentacles, that giant aberration looming up towards the next balcony. Some, some guy, st- some guy stood up on the top of that wall, shouting "Wah ah ah ah!" ah but being invisible. After, after about about after about a half hour had passed, you did see. Uh, some winged creature, um, seemed like it was a, a female with wings on her back, fly away, um, from the ledge. Um, she, she hasn't come back. No, it was not a Tengu. Um, I think, um, uh, one, one of your party members, the, um, self-proclaimed archaeologist Alex Dusthand, uh, mentions that, that, um, they believe it's a harpy that flew away. Ooh. Uh, and, uh, being particularly sharp-eyed, um, they see, it seemed to be carrying a, a, a small bag, but it seemed to be very well, um, embroidered and somewhat bulging with it. Also, gotta follow it for all our loot. <laughs> uh, so at this point, we have a party of four that are hanging around as nonchalantly as they can. In the streets of um, oh, the, the Biz district of the city, and um, I think at this point the listeners would like to hear about the new characters that are here. Assuming there's no problems <laughs> with that introduction and whatnot. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> you stony silence. Oh, I was, I was being polite. This is what not having everybody being able to see everybody else does. I like it. Here okay. is silence. I'll go first then. Go for it. I am. Um, what is a tiefling look like? I forgot. A tiefling, human, but Wait. with slightly demonic features. Hello? 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 There you are. I didn't do anything. I was here all the time. I asked what did a tiefling look like? Oh. They're like half demon people. They have horns and some have wings and some have tails and some Typically, have claws and teeth. They're on the side Actually. of more human though, but some so, are um, rather particularly demonic looking, but you can have like funny coloured eyes and all of that business. Yeah. Apparently you've got pink hair, according to the icon. And horns? <laughs> and did horns. I, did I pick that? You did. You you yeah. showed Why me. Did I know all of this stuff? What? I don't remember doing it. Lindsay had, Lindsay had, Lindsay's had some episodes. We, we had a half session and, and my niece has had some, but you chose to pick this one instead. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. It's, it's until some kind artist draws us some new ones. <laughs> which, which if, which you probably should then give very good physical descriptions so the artist can make something pleasing to your palate. Right. I'm a tiefling, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> With pink hair, which is good. I might actually have pink hair again tomorrow as well. It's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Um, and I am a witch, and I have not yet quite figured out what I look like. So well, you have you have vestigial wig. Oh! Pause. <laughs> it's 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 the internet. It does not want to talk to me. <laughs> then why is it in hour? The internet did not want to talk to me. Yeah. I, I hate to say it, but 
If you want stability, you might have to switch back to no no video, Lindsay. <laughs> how how is how is muted? Nowadays? It happens on the hour almost every time, roughly. <laughs> just after the hour, it did it just after nine last time. How so it's sending the reset packets. I'm wondering. Here we go. Yeah, right. Stop that. <laughs> Hang on. Ready? Should two, I? One. We're back in recorder. Stupid Comcast. Okay, should I just exit out and re-enter? No, you should be fine. We're back again. I don't think well, you have every to Every time out. you've been kicked out, I've been kicked out a few minutes later. Uh, so. see, look. I think, well, that's fine. You've been able to rejoin fairly easily, so... But yes. I think the internet doesn't want to talk to me, because every time I try and talk, it kind of kicks me or you out and stops us. But hey, um... So yes. yes, I haven't decided on my character appearance yet, so I'm not going to okay. give a description. The, na- the name? Uh, yes, my name is Juniper. <laughs> Tiefling Witch, with your familiar... Yes, who is <laughs> a dust method called Dyson. Dyson the dust method. Can I like I don't know what a dust method looks like. They so look like a little dusty man. They, they, okay. They they look like little long nosed imps almost really. Nope, she was right. She was right. Yeah, you totally called that. She totally wonder, called it. She totally. I wonder if your router's expiring your sessions on the hour or something. Why would it do that though? No, it's like kind of have something that maybe people should listen to, like how. I'm sorry, sweetie. <laughs> I should have listened. Mm. Why wouldn't I have to set up that kind of thing? The thing. Um, usually, yeah. Yeah, I haven't set that kind of thing it, up. It could be on the next point up. It could be Comcast. Let's blame them. Yes, let's do that. They they have been accused of doing that for people like that are streaming torrents and stuff. But uh, we're we not doing, doing that though. There. Bastards. I'm here. So. Yeah. We have yes, Juniper, Tiefling Witch, um, Dust Method, name Dyson. Vestigial wings, prehensile hair. And Not a prehensile tail. A prehensile tail and a whole host of other exciting things as yet to be unveiled. And, and You're also wearing a corset. Of dire witchcraft. <laughs> you look pretty cool, actually, I think. I will look very cool. And I'm going to draw my own goddamn character. Well, that's what the site artists have a crack at it for as well. But you could draw your own. You could draw the whole party. Um, I haven't spent the last eight weeks sat on my ass doing nothing but sketching for someone to come along and sketch my character. Thank you. You can do, you can do everybody's character. So this will be a World War II pinup then. Right. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't got any good sketches there. I don't really this one. Carry on, someone else has got Yeah, let's Who wants to go next then? Thing, how? Don't know who wants. Things going. Alright, I am playing Goron, a half orc fighter who wields a mighty two headed felson and wears a suit of black adventium armor. That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) He's like a big rock, isn't he, thing? Well, not that big. He's kind of short for a half-orc. He's only 5'1". Really? That's extremely yeah. short for a half-orc. Short for a half-orc. I, 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 I think I'm within two inches of the bottom of the uh, random size chart. I rolled randomly, and I'm 6'1". 
not the size what you do with it. That's right. It's got a nice, a nice acid dripping falchion that is also adamantium. Totally, oh, was about to say Aspen. And he's got a bunch of. You spent all your pennies on these equipment items, didn't you? Oh yes, that's most of what he has is armor and a sword. <laughs> that's nice. Is he a friendly half oak? Oh, more or less. Must he? Yeah, needs to hit something with acidy, burny, flashy <laughs> doom. <laughs> Do you wear your helmet most of the time? Yes, he's going to mostly be leave, leaving his armor as little as possible. <laughs> leaving his armor as little as possible. Gorum, nicknamed Glitter Boy. Glitter Boy. <laughs> thing is, uh, you need that thing, what is it? Is it calling or whatever it is on your armor where you can like have it as a necklace? Oh, yeah. I keep and then you can like summon it like the Giver. The lore and order theme tune just keeps popping into my head. That's what it comes with. How much you have modification for armor in that Pathfinder? I think it's called calling. I'm not 100% sure. Hmm. I'll have to look into that. I think it's calling. I could be wrong. Of course, if you ever see him out of the armor, he's uh, fairly gray-skinned with a lot of the tattoos. Of, like, fairies and rainbows and stuff. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Death fairies and fire rainbows and rainbows, rainbows, sacred tattoos. Promising good luck. Nice. All right. And then we have uh, Hal's character, Demir. Um, I am Demir Greycastle. I am human. I'm terribly sorry I don't see in the dark <laughs> like the rest of you. <laughs> uh, I am an oracle. I wear rather attractive, tremendously clean, well-maintained mithril plate armor. I carry a heavy mithril shield. I have a longsword, which looks pretty, but is otherwise completely unmagical, and a long bow. I am competent in combat, and when out of my armor, I dress extremely, extremely well. <coughs> boring. Yes, <coughs> boring. Sorry. No Sorry. <laughs> what What was that? Boring. boring. I'll fight you with your pants. And uh, then we have the cohort of Demir. Uh, Alex Dusthand, a half-elf bard using the archaeologist subtype, who... Um, follows Demir around, um, proclaiming how awesome he is in combat and stuff, and how Demir helped, helped um, Alex out of a jam once when they were um, flying the depths of some ancient tomb and got captured by goblins or something, and then this brave and noble servant of some battle god, it, it doesn't really matter, but he, he, he serves <laughs> battle <laughs> gods. saved <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 cut, and cut them off. And, and, and cut all of their heads off and, and did so without splattering one drop of blood on his fantastic, fantastic clothes. And, right. <laughs> I don't do dirty. And ever since then, Alex has been following him around and, uh, cause oh, it's, all, it's always better to explore tombs and stuff when there's someone who would actually beat the horrible monsters that live within them. And of course, Demir seems to have quite a few friends everywhere. Like Ooh. the, um, Sweet talkers in Kermega, where you guys are staying in their guest house. A, a, a nice family. 
even if they do communicate in whistles and clicks and stuff. <laughs> because their mouths are... Uh, yeah. Don't say it. Don't say it thing. <laughs> Just watch Lindsay's keep, keep picture. Lin- keep yeah. Lindsay oblivious to what she doesn't want to know. <laughs> Pretty sure I just totally missed everything everybody just said there, except uh, after the sweet talkers. Maybe. I don't know. Did you miss all that about Alex? No. no okay. Just not that. No. So we didn't really say too much other than you're living with uh, in a guest house of sweet talker. And um, yeah, That's gonna freak. you did that just to freak Lindsay out, didn't you? <laughs> what? No. Sweet talkers. Sweet talkers saw their no. lips together. Oh, oh, I didn't know that, though. And that's why that's why they communicate with whistles and clicks. And I didn't know any of that. And yeah. so that didn't freak me out until you... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sure I'm sure we'll meet them eventually. <laughs> Technically, you meet them every day. Seven times of awesome, huh? I'm sorry. How's the breakfast? What do they eat? Um, they they, they basically make smoothies and stuff. And they slurp them up <laughs> with... Um, um, that's beautiful. Little straws. straws. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. That's, be- that's beautiful. I need to get a straw for my uh, flask so I can drink without, you know, taking off my helmet. And, and, and of course, the, the couple has a few children who aren't yet old enough to um, make the decision to take the sweet talker oath, as it were. So they they're somewhat chatty with you, while also whistling back and forth with their parents. No, no, double Lindsay drop. We did so well earlier. What the hell? I think I think it, the video might be too much. She's quick coming back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back. Hello. Hey. I'll turn off my video. What? Oh. <laughs> Maybe that was the difference. I think that might be the difference. We'll see. If we still get yeah. annoying thing every ten minutes, then well, well, we'll see how long we want to play if we get annoying every ten minutes drops. Yes. <laughs> I've dropped it to audio only. Okay. Sorry, Boo. So, um, yes, this um, party uh, hired by the consortium in Karamega is on the streets below. And your uh, the group you've been following has been absent up in that um, house for quite a while now. <laughs> what do you do? Oh... So, fellows, I say we go on up there and um, see what's going on. Perhaps they've had a sticky end. (laughs) Maybe they got killed by traps. That could be really exciting. Yes, maybe, but who would trap their house now? You're right, that would be pretty silly. Maybe they found an underground tomb in the house. Well, maybe that's something up there, but we should definitely follow them. It's been a while. They've clearly been eaten by something. Probably. The stairs. How did they get up the stairs? They did something with a spell. Um, so earlier, um, earlier you found them quite comical as they tried to find their way up. First, they kind of treated the, the, the stairs like, like, like some strange foreboding thing. You, you were able to see from distance, you thought approaching the stairs, you heard the stairs say something and these eyes open up all around them. But there was also this um, lift um, device as well, which they eventually tried going on first, until it kind of came apart and they fell down with gears falling on them. <laughs> you're, you're, you're pretty sure you, you, you saw the elf use some healing on them afterwards. And then they just kind of examined the stairs a bit more, 
I think they might have thrown down a smokestick and then just ran up the stairs after the eyes had looked at them for a while already. Was it a smokestick? I'm I'm not. I think so. I think so. It might have been the thing from the shard that Lindsay had. I think we just used smokesticks. Does anyone have any smokesticks? We did. Of course we do. Oh. Do, do you have any smokesticks? Not Gary no. the Elf. And nor do I. However, I can cast spells, so that's a good thing, right? I couldn't do that before. I have a sword and armor. I cast the stairs. I cast Obscuring Mist on the stairs. Okay. Uh, so you get within 20 feet or so of the stairs, which I is, uh, they still stay, um, the, the, what you saw where eyes were for still stay closed and just look like scratches on the wall. Cool. And, um. So we can no longer see the stairs we're gonna climb. Well, I mean, you know reasonably what, where ahead there, and it's, it's a fairly wide staircase, five feet wide. Gorham, must you mutter all the time? Let's just get up there. Who knows what these eyes do? Keep saying my name wrong. You dishonor my people every time you say it. Gorham. No, Gorham. Gorham? Don't make me come in there. With an air discernible difference. <laughs> I think that's the point. Oh, okay. No, I didn't realize it was being... Okay, come on. It's being facetious, as always. So... It's like uh, having a dog you can't kick hard enough. So there's this nice big cloud of obscuring mist around the, the, the entry, the entryway to the stairs. Uh, who's walking up first? Like, why is it not? I'll go first. And I will follow him. And I will not go first. And I will not go Alex first. eagerly follows behind Demir. I have some spells running already. I, I quite imagine you probably have a magical, greater magical weapon on your sword. And magic vestments on my shield and armor, yes. yes. I have my standard prepared spells learnt for the day. Good. Would you like me to read them out? Um, do you want Very to read quick. them out for listeners? It might be good for listeners, yeah. Okay. I have learnt, and my standard list probably will be similar to... Uh, zero level would be detect poison, touch of fatigue, stabilize, and detect magic. At level one, ear piercing scream, enlarge person, ill omen, mage armor, unseen servant, and leaving a slot free. Uh, level two, invisibility, see invisibility, blind, glitter dust, web. God damn it! Silence. Ah. God. You know, we just press play and this is what happens. Just terrible. I know, we, we go for like an hour with no drops. And he dropped off! Oh, how come? I'm going to see her. She says she can't get back in. Hey, right. oh. you Auspicious beginnings. <laughs> oh, I can't do the worse than the last party. Well, define worse. <laughs> Technically, we called it off because it was just too ponderous to wait around until he killed the last two characters. True. Oh. Promising? 
Hello. 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 I got a thing that said uh, something about terminating. I should do. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, something was terminated due to browser shutdown or some other such bollocks. I'm feeling decidedly picked on right now. Mm. Things, no matter what I do, it's just going to revert back to my Um, Where did I get to? Uh, I think you got to uh, near the end of your level 2 spells. Okay, so invisibility, see invisibility, blind, glitter dust, web, and a free slot. At level 3, lightning bolt times 2, a dispel magic, and a free slot. Level 4, black tentacles, death ward, and a free slot. And then level 5, baleful polymorph, and feeble mind. Sounds tasty. Alright. So, with all that in mind, uh, you guys walk forward through the mists. Um, Gorum is able to just kind of barely kind of make out the wall uh, 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 with the stairs inside it. And as he walks within five feet, the dozens of lines carved into the arched way twist and snap open, revealing blankly staring eyes of the same gray stone. A chorus of high, discordant voices calls out, No solicitors, petitioners, inquisitors, or social calls! This is your only warning. With a sound of shuffling cards, all the eyes swivel to focus in on Gorham. A single tiny voice sings out, This means you. <laughs> We're not social. Why, why does it seem like it worked for the other guys, but it's not working for us? That's just terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm presuming you guys are probably not too worried and just keep walking forward. Yep. Alright. You then make it up the staircase, what's it, 40 feet up or so? The staircase emerges onto a cobblestone path leading through a well-landscaped garden with the corpses of two large plant creatures on it. One of them Cut open with juices spilling out from what appears to be some sort of stomach. Nice. Five feet from the top of the stairs, the path passes through a freestanding stone arch carved into the form of two angels facing away from each other and blowing trumpets, backed arched and great wingtips touching at the apex. <laughs> what was that? Okay. Where do you think they went? I guess they went in this building, right? Probably. You also see as you get Lindsay further... dropped again. Oh. You dropped it. Did you drop again? Oh my god. And it won't let her back in again. Can you X out and get back in? I think she's having browser problems now. I... I hate to suggest it, but do we just want to stop as a brief little half-introduction to the new party episode? And That could work. You just seem to be having very bad 
technical difficulties all of a sudden, it's annoying. Like, yeah. Yeah. So since it's uh, dirt paths and gardens, it'd be possible to maybe track where people went. Of course, they wandered all over finding... Like, like I said, as you'll kind of get forward, if um, they see the destruction, old party rots, the two slain tendriculus, another slain lurker from above, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which are... She's like, going to uh, restart her machine and try safari. I was, I mean, I, I don't want us necessarily to give up, but if we're thinking it's not a good night, we could just have a little half episode here introducing kind of the new party in the situation to tease people with. We're getting there. At least we've done some intro. Yeah. I'm just figuring out what my spells do because I've forgotten. Like greater magic weapon and the like. Pretty much just give enchantment bonuses. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but you can boost non-magic weapons or make magical weapons higher plus. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. But yeah, so yeah, maybe they're just up, uh, maybe they're all just upstairs cottaging and Cot- cottaging. <laughs> well, like like I said, there, there's this reasonable um, trail of destruction throughout the, this garden here. The <laughs> three huge sized creatures, I believe, are slain in, on this area. <laughs> That's right. The golem was around the court, around the far side. No, the, the golem was just large or, or medium, possibly oh, large. But they're the the two tendriculi, and then the lurker from lurker from above or whatever it's called. If they didn't topple this arch, shove. <laughs> you just into random destruction here. They're gonna throw it the drips acid. I'm probably not the most uh, <laughs> cheery, cautious. But uh, yeah, well, well. Wait until we can get Lindsay back here before going too far. Yeah, she's rebooting her machine. Uh, we were good for like a good solid hour or so there. We did great. And then all of a sudden, I'm telling you, it's, it's specific times. It's got to be something to do with our dedicated set. Oh, they're capping us off. or oh, they're doing something terrible. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm sucks really badly. Oh, they suck really well. <laughs> I'm, build, I'm building my spells into my um, attacks. Okay. Building your spells into your attacks? I have my weapons enchanted with magic instead of anything yeah. else. So whereas you spent all your money on your weaponry, I just have a masterwork longsword. <laughs> Easy to replace, at least. Yes. He spent what? his money on other things. Yes. Uh, his fancy big girl's blouse. No, actually, I don't spend that much on clothing at all. Come on. <laughs> you, hey, you, just, you just bought one magic item that lets you have a whole bunch of clothing. You did. Oh, we got Lindsay back. Maybe. We did. She just appeared. <laughs> there she is. Hey, sweetie. I... Don't know what else I can do to keep this going on. Well, I think I have something on my computer turned on. Uh, nothing running. 
I have nothing on in my room. My phone's not on nearby. Yeah, we, have, we have everything electronic turned off. Are you, are you in Safari this time? No. I Chrome because you told me to. So well, it's supposed to work better from Chrome, but I don't know whether that's true or not. Maybe you're wearing really staticky clothing. Maybe you didn't make it. Pissed off the wrong something or other this week. I don't know. Pissed off the Comcast gods. Yeah. I, I think I think we can. We'll, we'll try another run here. If we keep having connections, though, we might just want to cut it short as a small little teaser episode then. Uh-huh. Sorry. It's not your fault. It's clearly my fault. It's oh. me that keeps dropping off here. It is not your fault. Howells and Vecna have dropped off, too. It's yeah, we've all dropped off. Yeah, but it's me that it's happening too consistently, so... That thing dropped off once because he disconnected himself. Yeah, actually, I closed my browser. <laughs> I missed it. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we need to get another recording computer at one of your locations and see if that helps us out. I'll need to see. The, the thing with my other laptop was I did some fiddly stuff to get it working. I had to replace CMOS battery because I wasn't booting at all. <laughs> and because it's a laptop and fiddly stuff, I, I might have somehow disconnected the keyboard. <laughs> a keyboard's an easy fix. Just flip it up and connect it back to the uh, connector. It's only one connector on the back end side. There, there's something that prevents it from... Get rid of devices and you need a device. Why don't we just send you like one of our 12 devices? <laughs> what should we send him? I don't know. Uh, an iPad, uh, a MacBook Air. Yeah. I've got one, both of those going spare, so... <laughs> you have, actually. You're such a lucky girl. We'll have to see. Then I'll, I'll, I'll be distracted having to update that one to player views. <laughs> Alright, promise. Okay. Not a lot, really. We just got to the top of the staircase. So we got to the top of the staircase. You guys saw this um, um, entryway arch, which I'm. Do you step through? Yes. Okay. Appar- apparently, Gorum is knocking it down. It'll be the metal detector. Yeah. Why is Gorum knocking it down? Because he's, he's chaotic evil like that. Because everything else has been disturbed up here except for it, yeah. Sounds like a spaz. He does sound a bit like so, a spaz. So, so, so Gorham tries break, uh, knocking it down. He maybe gets like a foot or an arm through accidentally. And, and, and at that point, point a, a brief fanfare peels out, followed by a majestic disembodied voice announcing, Visitors have arrived! Did we get no. that last time? That's funny. No, you guys, last stepped time we walked you guys walked around the arch last time. Ah, uh, because we don't trust you, Lockhart. Well, the last group did deal with the whole falling lift and other stuff. I guess. They were a little more untrustworthy. Uh, we, we continue around. All okay. the path of destruction. So you continue around, and yeah, you, you do see this garden. Most of the vegetation um, is either kind of identifiable as... Um, Basically being uh, shade-loving uh, plants or uh, mushrooms or fungi or something like that. Mm. The entire garden is lit to a soft twilight by eight-foot-high lampposts with glowing yellow-orange globes at their tops and neat stone footpaths carve winding trails around and between them. You can see a gazebo there. 
and littering the garden are two slain corpses of some sort of plant creatures, one of them in particular, again, with its stomach sack cut open. Nice. Um, as well as a large, almost manta ray-type creature that has also been slain. Um, looks like it's had bones and internal organs pummeled, I believe, if I recall correctly. <laughs> Pummel. That was edible. Perhaps for you. Uh, a, a knowledge dungeoneering check could tell you more about the um, manta ray type creature check. if you want to know. You ain't getting that from me. Or me. Do you want to know? Uh, I don't have knowledge. I have plus one. But I can fake it. Uh, I that archaeologist guy knows. Let's see. Dungeoneering. Oh, Wow. I haven't seen one like this before, but I guess we do live in an area with with the stone roof on top, but that's a lurker above. They usually (laughs) live in large caves and stuff where they can swoop down and eat things and all that. Awesome! Uh, They're they're related Um, to things like dark mantles and stuff, I think. I guess it it was living in this gazebo. (laughs) I was waiting for somebody to attack the gazebo. I was quite (laughs) disappointed nobody did. You could have attacked the gazebo. Yeah, well, I was trying not to nerd out at you. Trying not to nerd out. Does it look like they went through these doors, or...? Um, all of the uh, doors you see are closed, windows unbroken. Hmm. Are you looking into any of the windows, or...? I just want to go through the first set of doors and find them, or...? Well, we're supposed to follow them. Let's look through this set of... Let's walk to this first set of windows and peek in, and if it looks like there's combat type destruction, we'll go through the doors. Gosh, you adventurers terribly brave. I know, right? They are terribly so, brave. So, uh, looking in, the ceiling and two outer walls. Like I keep forgetting because it's not drawn on the map, but the two outer walls are entirely made of panes of glass. Huh? Huh? It looks like wood to me. Yeah. But apparently, yeah, all, all the outer walls uh, are supposed to be glass. How they uh, managed to avoid smashing that? <laughs> I guess they had some self-control. They were trying to be quiet. There are two doors entering into it that are closed. Uh, several tables and racks stand with green leafy plants and pots, as well as four identical marble busts of the same young, clean-shaven man. A plain wooden chair sits in the center of the room, facing a small desk with a mechanical arm protruding from the top. Part of the wood is scarred and stained. You see no creatures inside here, nor do you see any ready signs that there was combat inside here. So this is the house of an arborist? Sorry? I guess we need to go through that door, then. Uh, the, the previous door? Yes. Open says me. Gorm says open. Alex slightly leans around Gorm to turn the doorknob and open the door. <laughs> I almost told you that I would check the traps. Oh, <laughs> now you don't have to. I have to restrain myself from doing that. Look how does our archaeology monkey serve that purpose? She does. Very good. Oh, it's a sheep? Oops. She's a sheep? The mystery is gone. Oh, I didn't realize. I was gonna say I didn't realize that either. But 
Looks like a. Looks like she has a beard, like a. Is that a tattoo? Don't you remember the, the larger picture? I'll post the larger really? picture on the forum. Oh, beard. It's all tattooed. Oh, okay. Looks like a beard. Hang on, I'm gonna get the dog. She's chewing her foot. Uh, so. You're a distraction. So Get this hall. Sit on your mattress. Sit down on your rug. Sit down. Sit down. Come on, be good. Anybody want to buy it? Oh, yeah. I made you a little deck. What more do you want? This hall has ornate wooden double doors on opposite walls to the east and west. A third door, made primarily of opaque glass, stands in the northern wall. On the southern wall, a huge clock ticks off the seconds as exposed gears and whirring pulleys spread out across the entire wall in a single artistically arranged layer. Nice. Over the western double doors, a tiny mechanical, uh, yeah, I think this is still here. I don't think you guys took this one. A tiny mechanical eyeball <laughs> with wings and arms is mounted on the wall, its limbs pinned out in a majestic pose. To either side of the door, a marble podium holds a small part, uh, potted plant. Um, brushed into one of the corners of the room is a large pile of um, what appears to be possibly armor, but a whole lot of clockwork gears and springs as well. Mm. You, you think you possibly see an arm or a leg sticking out as well? I guess they came this way. Continue to track the destruction. Um, wanna go wanna go forward? I'm gonna call it north, but I know it's not. Yeah. Probably we didn't see any destruction in the uh room to the right, so let's, let's go. Is it west, Lockhart? It's it's probably like northwest or something like that. Why why do they not learn just to make north up on the map? What's Sorry, it's that? it's southwest. We're going yeah. this way. Yeah, you're going forward, that's fine. You're going to have to scroll down to that compass rose. Right, the head. Song's still stuck in my head, huh? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Friggin' zombie one from off Yeah, head. zombie, zombie, zombie. Did you tell them about it? No. We watched, we watched Cockneys vs. Zombies last night. What? <laughs> 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 a, a song sang by Chaz, Chaz and Dave. <laughs> it was like head to head. With the undead. Or something. It's very funny. It was infuriatingly catchy. It was infuriatingly catchy. Especially the end where they're all, in the background, they're like, zombies, 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 zombies. <laughs> and they're singing up the top of it. You have to watch it. It's on Netflix thing. Okay. Do they get Netflix in Canada? They do, but they have different um, programs and such. They're not necessarily the same thing. Well, if you have Cockatoos versus Zombies, you should watch it. I shall, I shall try and find it. So we've reached a lounge. And, uh, yes, and a new low in our video watching. And is there any, any signs of imminent destruction in here, Lockhart? So this large room has a staircase in the corner and several overstuffed armchairs facing each other on a large and ornate rug, which is actually not on the floor, but is curled up and uh, propped against one of the corners of the room. Mm. Along the wall stand various cases... Cases or hangers displaying an assortment of strange trophies. Um, again, these appear to be haphazardly put there, actually. There is a spear with a glass reservoir at the end. Um, the spear of destiny. A marble lion head and 
a number of frame schematic drawings. There is also, um, uh, I believe somewhere nearby the entryway to the hallway, um, what appears to be um, shattered uh, bone uh, or ivory or something like that. Oh, that little doll. Particularly thing. a very large um, head with sharp teeth, uh, which has been smashed. Mm. Yep, they were through here. They didn't believe in leaving things as they found them, did they? Sure. <laughs> you know how it goes. This is great, you guys just get to criticize your old characters. Onwards and upwards, or do we want to uh, cruise this floor? Do we have any idea which way they went? Um, Probably not at this point. I don't think you guys have... Who, they don't have decent survival? I've got survival. Uh, we can roll it. 23. Wow. He marshals his skills to su- you survive. Believe, you believe I'm they not. went both ways. I'm not used to having a character with so little in the terms of skill. I know, it's terrifying, isn't it? Wouldn't you be a fighter? Poor old Gorham's got like three skills, including Survival, apparently. That's why I didn't want to do that. That was the other reason. Gorham's skills will survive. That's right. That's survivable. Yes, right. So Gorham, Gorham believes that they both went down the hallway at some point and have gone up the stairs at some point. So let's check up the stairs. Um, Al- Alex, Alex is looking at the rug and kind of unfurling it a little bit and going, ooh, nice. Does anyone have a bag of holding or anything? We can drop it in if it's good treasure. Yeah. Do you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got one. Ha! I have a bag of holding type one. Thank you very much. In it goes. Um, oh, I have Lydian starts early. Of course. I have a handy haversack. Al- Alex believes that the rug is worth a thousand gold pieces. Awesome. Hey, doubling our pay. One thousand gold pieces. Very good. In bag of holding. There's like blueprints and stuff up on the wall. Uh, yes. Uh, the schematic drawings uh, range from revelatory illustrations regarding the construction of a dangerous fire-bellied guardian called a Tophet to partial instructions for building an Alkenstar firearm. That all sounds very exciting and quite expensive. <laughs> and highly I, think, I think we need to liberate that also. Is that what we call it? Liberating. Absolutely. Alex agrees. Is that your voice? Yes. um, Are you sure? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You might want to reconsider that one. (laughs) Would this one be better? She she thinks that each each of those, each of those schematics, could be worth 2,000 gold pieces to the right buyer. And how many schematics are there? There was uh, two. The Toffet... And uh-huh. a firearm. Could we make these things? Do you have craft construct or craft firearm? Yeah. Uh, no, but I bet we could find a guy who does. <laughs> um, they are also generally partial drawings. Oh. Oh well. They could certainly, say, be used as a circumstance modifier to build them. 
Very good. But they are not I, um, quite the, the, the same as a, a, a golem manual or something like that. Tuffets sound exciting. Sounds like some kind of tea cake. <laughs> Tuffets. Tea and Tuffets, love. I love some Tuffets with me tea. See, so works. The blueprints and then up the stairs. You said there was something like a lion's head. What's it doing? Ah, uh, it's. Let's see here. I'm gonna nudge that into my bag as well while I've got it out. Hold stone or something like that. Ooh, marble lion head. That's cool. Is it uh, fixed to anything? No, it's knowledge or cannibal. Don't we, do we have a witch to do that? Oh shit! Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to organize my character sheet. Hang on. Alex looks at this. Ooh, very oh, interesting. I'm I have no idea what it is. Must be anything. very interesting. I literally have the opposite. We're playing it day. I have the opposite of everything I would normally have in a game. Right. <laughs> like nothing organized. No, like knowledge arcana. Oh yeah, you have all the skills. I have like my entire life. All the skills you would never have. Okay, tell me what I'm. Use that general roll thing. Okay, hang on. So I click that. Yeah, and then just type in the total skill bonus. Eighteen. Nice. <laughs> and then hit submit and say reason. Either put knowledge arcana or just hit enter, and it'll flip that check, and it'll be fine. Okay, typing. To be awesome. <laughs> four, four to be awesome. I like that. Juniper. Uh, Thirty-four. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Recognizes that it is actually the severed head of a powerful construct called a Tao-Tei. I'd rather you than me. It's a powerful thing of something I've never heard of before. Is this severed head worth anything? I can't pronounce. It's, it's um, a construct. Considering that it's rather crudely dismembered and constructs are usually like made from very large blocks of stone, not very valuable. No? Oh well. So it's just sentimental value. Should, to should we take it anyway? Of course. I would take it anyway. Okay. What is it? A Tao T A O T I E H head. Is that all one word? Yes. Tao T. Well, yeah, one of those. But like some other planet. Head. Oh no. Tao T A. If I yeah, whatever. We can maybe sell it to an inn or something as decorative value. Yonder jaguar. Archaeologist. Surely it's ritual. Yes, that's right. It's a, yeah, I'm sure the archaeologist can spin some story to it to add a bit of value. <laughs> oh, it, it's probably from the Mwangi Expanse or something. I don't yeah, know that culture, like, but I could start researching it maybe. Sounds exciting. Alright, let's go up these stairs. It's always ritual. Trump, yeah. Trump, Trump. Alright. Head to head. I'm going back in your head again, haven't I? My head. Thank you, dear. I'll have to find it and post it to Facebook. Don't you dare do anything on that goddamn computer. I'm not touching it. I'm really not. I'm I'm literally not touching my laptop now. No, nor am I. I'm just talking at it and occasionally moving things on the screen, only on the screen that we're using. The dog has also sat on my foot. She hasn't eaten her dinner. Ah! We fell off the screen. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember this bit. So here, where were we? 
Oh yeah, up where we cut holes through the walls and all that. Yeah, that was a shit fuck load of damage right here. Ah, let's see, let's see, let's see. Are you bringing up the rear? Oh, which so, you will. That is not a polite way to address any lady. <laughs> so, walking up the stairs, a wide masonry catwalk with railings on either side slopes upward from an open archway in the manor southern tower to a balcony and closed door in the smaller northern tower. Above, open windows in the northwestern tower flicker with flashes of colored light. Uh, beside the door in the northwestern tower are decorations of two life-sized clay statues of soldiers in exotic armor, one standing at attention at either side of the door. Is that the opposite end of this catwalk? Yes. Nice. Hmm. Golems or? So is there signs of destruction at the other end of the, uh... Um, probably with some decent-ish perception checks. You can probably see some blood here and there. Hmm. Uh, maybe uh, an arrow sticking out of a wall at some point. A wall of destruction? Not a whole much of destruction, but some signs of combat nonetheless. Why can't I see perception? Or at my feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Alex is able to point them out excitedly. Excitedly. Alex is okay. excited about most things. Especially that. when there's danger involved. <laughs> Especially when traps oh, are involved. Traps are awesome. Well, then maybe she should go first. Okay. She... Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty good. It was not the worst perception attempt ever. Your perception's 18. Or... Oh, no, it's 9. 9. Not bad. Oh, you're, used, you're used to like 452,000, don't you? Yes. You've, so, got to, you've got to get the fact that you're best at like knowledge arcana and spellcraft and jazz like that. Hey, Locker, you know we were talking earlier on about slumber and the, the decision that we'd made and yes. that we hadn't written it down. Guess what I just found? The bit what? where you wrote it down. Yeah, I wrote it down on a note card and everything. Oh, and, and we chose that same... Uh, Thing, right? Yeah, twenty. I, put, I, I have a piece of paper that, re, that reads "slumber twenty-four dash fails." There we go. Nice. Yeah. So there we go. I did actually almost try and do something properly. So uh, Alex points stuff out. Juniper is able to see it readily herself without having it pointed out. Gorham suggests that she take the lead. Alex begins walking forward to kind of get pulled gets back by the scruff of the neck by Demir. No. <laughs> Okay. Let's go. But if there's traps, I get to go first? Yes. Okay. As long as you're careful. Of course. Always careful. Wait, how do we know if there's traps if she doesn't go first? You fall into it and then... Oh yeah, that's right. Alex tells us where they are. Hang on, how did you not know that your little butt buddy was a girl? 
Well, our lock never told me anything about it. Never asked. It's a half elf. It's a half elf. They all look like girls. I plod down the catwalk. Okay, you walk in Iron Man catwalk. We do a little turn. On the catwalk, yeah. Nobody, nobody can get my. Right, said Fred. Oh my god! <laughs> he takes a little turn on the catwalk. Take a little turn. Uh, does a little turn. He does a little turn. Things too sexy for his things. So basically, walking up a catwalk, mm-hmm. you will get to about here, where uh-huh. all of a sudden the um, ornamental clay. What, clay? Whatever. You said clay. Clay it is. I'm sorry. I, I'm taking from another room at the moment, in case you couldn't tell. They're made of marshmallows, I think. Yeah, that's right. They're marshmallow constructs. They're right. very large with a sailor hat. Uh, <laughs> no, they're not, because that's hard. <laughs> I think marshmallow is in just, like, a cushion. Oh. They uh, move their arms as they reach down to... Um, Grab Could at it. their swords. Could Don't we disarm them? Uh, well, there'll be initiative checks to see if you can. I can oh. do that with a button. I'm frightened. Hey! Oh, hang on. Let me do it. Add it. Oh, I can't add it now. I'm oh, fra- left. Oh, I can change it. That's good. There we go. Oh, that's not me. Why is my initiative not even on this sheet? It's on the second sheet on the combat <laughs> sheet. I clicked on it, Alex. I think when I wrote my initiative. <laughs> Alex was a sixteen. Or I missed clicking on me. So yeah, you got is a 16, Demir is 18. Yeah, I'm there. Uh, I've always been able to change the initiative on this track, a card. Have you? I don't know, but I can. Oh, move, move Demir. I did. Move him down. I can't. But I could change the numbers. Okay, change the number. That's very strange. Ah! I'll change it back. Oh, you, re- you clicked on it when I clicked on it. There you go. Okay. Uh, Juniper rolls a twelve for her initiative. <laughs> Although really, my father. Oh. <laughs> you made a mistake giving me the ability to be sarcastic with all of my rolls. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have a plus ten. You have a plus ten to your initiative. Apparently you're called Tiefling Witch. Oh, I I, know, I, I didn't know her name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, right? make me feel like just another pawn in your game. Feeling a bit sexist, I think. <laughs> All the boys have got names. Lindsay's just Tiefling. No, Alex has a name. <laughs> oh yeah, Alex has a name. But we're not sure until there's nakedness. Wow, I'm just a Tiefling Witch to you. Tiefling Witch. Nobody wants to look past your cod piece. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are these guys? Well, oh, I was something more than that to you, Lockhart. Uh oh, GM Lockhart is typing. <laughs> this could be bad for them. So Demir is first to act as he sees. Oh, they aren't on the map for you guys, are they? No. 
I'm guessing they're in front of where Gorham is to the sides, but I'm not 100% certain. Oh, they look angry. Oh, aren't they attractive? Oh, yes, and, uh, man, it's been long. Too long since I've used this. Where are my guys? Guys. I think he was talking most of the... Oh, there he is. Terracotta soldiers. Ah, so, they perfectly sculpted, finely detailed, life-sized clay figures that have a fierce look of determination and the sword clenched in each hand. It's not a fierce look of constipation. <laughs> determination. Of course, if you had a clay digest- digestive tract, you might be a bit... Um, constipated as well, you're right. Hey, that was not a problem I had over the past couple of days, I can tell you. So, so what's... Spoilers! <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> so right now, they have each hand reached down at the hilt of um, a long sword and a short sword. But have so what you're saying, it would be the perfect opportunity for Juniper to cast Peace Bond, but they're going to beat her to it. I'm just saying that Curly didn't have weapons. <laughs> so we have to chop off their hands before they draw them. Uh, uh, I don't anything I can do at this distance. From ten feet away, Demir is helpless. Uh, well, I could draw my longbow, I guess, but there's no point in that. Um, I think I'm getting the idea of uh, Demir's character very quickly. What's that? That he's not going to be around a very long time. Oh, is that because you're going to stab me in the spine? If she can find it. She- oh, 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 bitchy. I like it. Thanks. That's right, Shattering Strike. I don't know what half of these spells do. Preparedness. <laughs> right. Well, I've, got, I've, got a, I've got a little tabley thing I can look things up on. Oh. Yeah, I think, a ten, I think no matter where I put a ten foot radius burst, it's going to catch some of the party. <laughs> well, yeah. If you put it anywhere effective, yeah. You, you, you could put it off in the air and just catch one of them. Like, yeah, around no, here. There's no fun in that. See, it's all or nothing, Lockhart. Hmm. What does that do? Trying to find what my spells they all do. La, 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 la. <laughs> Shattered Star, the musical. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I cut the walkway behind me. I have spells that I've, uh, yeah, I've never really used before. <laughs> Ever. What does this do? You know why we all sing and hum and things? It's to, fill, so, it's, it's to fill the darkness. We're, we're so used to the do not leave dead air thing that we'll do anything to make sure that we're not. That's right, do not leave dead air. <laughs> Wonderful. Dead air would be bad. There will be no dead air here, only dead PCs. I mean dead enemies. <laughs> dead PCs. Thanks for that look out. So kind. No problem. He's just yeah, He is. I'm terrified. I really am. Oh, how hard do we think these things are? Are they worth a good spell? Clay quite hard. Clay is quite hard. Are they fired or pre-fired? <laughs> they might be runny bottomed if they're pre-fired. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's a um, 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 craft pottery check. Craft pottery. I have craft alchemy. I can make a crack pottery check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, 
That's funny. We get funnier as it gets later. Look at your crack, buttery. All right. Um, gods of battle, charge my awesomeness. I'll cast Archon's Aura. Which Oof. does? It uh, gives me a powerful aura that surrounds me with similar to an Archon's Aura of Menace. Any hostile creature within 20-foot radius uh, must make a will save. Is will save? Is mind affecting? No, it is not. Oh, it's good. Um, it's statuary. To resist the effects of the aura, if the creature fails, it takes a minus two on attack rolls, saving throws an armor class for the duration of the spell, or until it successfully hits me with an attack. A creature that is resisted or broken uh, cannot be affected by this particular casting. Oh, that's oddly enough. Yeah, good way, good way of bypassing that mindless constructness. Thanks. So we'll save for these two. Um, yep. So, for number one, I'm imagining an eight is going to fail. Yeah, you're looking, it's a level three spell for me, which means you need a 19. The section does get a 19. Okay. So, so until they hit Demir, or the effect, well, the effect's not going to run out, is it? No, it's a minute to level. Uh, so, uh, he's um, quite reduced. All right, and Alex's turn. Hmm. Here's something bardic. Sing us a song! Something to hail us up Hit, hit, hit the constructs! Or whatever they do. Gorm, 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 kill them faster! That should go. <laughs> uh, haste on the party. Oh, hello! Oh, it's a useful spell. What does haste do? Makes everybody awesome. Uh, er. many things. Unfortunately, probably not too many for spellcasters. Yeah, I didn't think I would. I hadn't many much reason to get particularly excited. Uh, the main thing <laughs> is it'll be a plus one to your um, reflex save armor class, plus thirty to your speed. But uh, yeah, Gorum, hasted. I will decimate the first soldier. All right, so the one that seems somewhat shook off by this aura that's emanating from. You think that a haste would make your initiative higher? It would, right? I always thought it should. I was it surprised it could. Nah, nah. The problem is initiative's already been rolled, so it's kind of a hard point. But yeah, so Gorm. Right. What is Gorm is attacking Terracotta uh, number one? Yeah, with my falchion of sizzly doominess. See, that should be... Oh! 23, uh, that, that will hit. Hooray! And that was an 18, so that's a crit threat, if they're submit to crits. That was, a, was five. a 5. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> plus 18. You're plus 18. You're pretty hardcore with that thing. Alright, so damage on that. That, that so was on a 5. Thirty-one. Okay, so... Ouch. Adamantine. 2d4 plus 24. 24! Holy crap. Oh, wait, no, that's the the one... I think that's my one strike. Yeah. Because I get double strike on the one strike. Okay, I've got to rename my max better. (laughs) Plus 24 on any strike, still pretty significantly good. 
Okay, so that was your first attack. Now you get your oh, haste yeah. attack. And that goes at the same... Bonus, yes. Bonus. 31. Yes, that will hit. That does not 13. look good right either. No. It's going to be up in the faulties before you're a crit threat, probably. Yeah. And then, see, second attack would be 21. Okay, it's still up. Here we have one more attack. You have three attacks around? Well, he gets... Two attacks of this level and one plus uh, haste. So that's three attacks. Yes. So he'll have one at a reduced modifier now. Although he didn't second. Oh. Oh yeah, that was my second. The twenty-one. What was his second strike? Oh. Oh, sorry. I thought that was damage. Now you're all confuddling. Now he needs to damage correctly. Okay. So so yes, the thirty-one hits and the twenty-one from the last strike will hit as well. Okay. So basically got three hits coming in. Uh, yes, but you've already done damage for one of them. Right. So now... Oh, that didn't work. <laughs> Good work. You need to close yeah. off your square brackets. Double bracket at the end. Plus 21's really good. Oh, uh, that's it. Ah, she's... As much as people tend to avoid them, fighters are good at dealing yeah. solid damage. They are. Hey, I played a fighter as your NPC and did a lot of solid damage. So, 31. Still up. Nice. Damage. And 29. And it cracks and shatters to clay pieces that fall off the side of the building for the most part. Uh. Hello, am I back? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it, it cracks and shatters and falls off into pieces. Hey, uh, you still there? Yep. Okay, just checking. Ding. So this one will step forward, draw its um, long sword and short sword. And it will give a... Uh, Swing of its long sword against Gorum the Mighty. Gorum the Mighty. Gorum the Smashy. Related to us. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it's his brother. As a 24 hits Gorum. Uh, that will, unfortunately. Gorum. Is that minus two from my awesome aura? No, this one is not affected by your aura. Oh, you went for the wimpy one. You know what? Plus one for being hasted, I think that helps me. So it will deal seven points, minus whatever your damage reduction is. Uh, three, I believe. <laughs> damage reduction, that's so cool. Oh, for the armor. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you're at a mountain. And uh, then we will be at Juniper. <gasps> so excited. I don't know what to do. Let's see. So many options! <sighs> okay, so... Against something that's a construct. We talked earlier on about things that I have that don't do things against stuff like that. Anything that affects the brain, basically. So what kind of direction would I take against something like this? This is where something like the the ear-piercing screen or lightning bolts are nice and handy. 
Um, okay. In this case, probably the ear-piercing scream, because lightning bolt would shoot through the rest of your party first before hitting it. <laughs> yeah, that, that would make it sad. Because I'm in big magnetic armor. Ear-piercing scream sounds pretty good to me. What's the what's the uh, range and uh, area effect for it? It's a single target. Oh, okay. That's not too bad, then. And the range is definitely within 20 feet. Yeah. Scream! So... What do I have to do to cast spells? I mean, that was the only thing we didn't well, talk about. Well, normally you don't do much. In this case, you will have to roll a spell resistance check, because these guys have spell resistance. Huh. So I believe so, it is a d20 plus your level. So my level being level 9. Yes. So I just... Can I use the general macro thing? Sorry? Can I use your macro general thing? Sure. Yes. Does that work? Can I just put a nine in? Yeah. I'm just going to check. You might also possibly get your um, uh, intelligence bonus on that as well. Uh, nope, just cast your level. All right, so you succeed in bypassing its spell resistance. So let's see, you are level 9. So you're doing 4d6 points of damage. Nice. And can constructs be dazed? I don't think so. Just looking that up now, and yes, I believe they can. They're immune to disease, death effects, necromancy, paralysis, poison, sleep, and stun, but it doesn't say they're immune to daze. Okay, so it uh, will have to indeed make a fortitude save. What was it? 40? 46. Ah, it's immune to any effect that requires a fort save. Ah, there we go. <laughs> you still get your damage, though. Yeah. Okay, so it's what? Slash R space and then 46, right? Right. Is that it? Yeah. Nice. It does, however, get a save for half damage. God damn it. This save is pretty small. Uh, a 17, let's see, level 1 spell. A 17 will just beat it. Still, mm-hmm. takes 9 points of damage. And Demir. <sighs> Options. Gorham, can you handle that thing? <laughs> Take that as a yes. Um, I bravely hold my action and let Gorham attack it. I think he's going to kill it this round. Hello? Okay. Hello. I heard you. I hear you. It all went quiet. I will wait, just in case you get knocked unconscious or something. I, th- I think just for the fun of it. Uh, I never like it when I hear a GM start anything with that. Grease! Uh, Grease. Attempt, attempt by um, Alex to use a shortbow against it. <laughs> uh, in combat, is he any good with that? Not particularly. Does he have the prerequisite skills for firing into combat? Oh, anyone would fire into combat. There's just minus four <laughs> penalty. 
<laughs> Isn't that also the risk of stabbing a friend in the spine? No, that's why you have a minus four penalty. Ah, uh, okay, good. Which you can't forego and risk stabbing your friends, apparently. No. Right. No. <laughs> so, uh, just so you guys know, um, the attack roll to this will be at a minus... Uh, I, I, this, I set up normal to use luck, but I really don't want to waste a round of luck on this. Uh, <laughs> the attack roll will be at a minus six, the damage at minus two. Uh, so... <laughs> Alex rolls with a short sickle light miss for seven... <laughs> All his weapons do the same damage. <laughs> yes. That's funny. So an arrow shoots forward and basically just skitters so, and hits into the door, basically. Try and that's a shoot. tremendously generic macro look. <laughs> I want a short bicycle. <laughs> uh, Gorm's turn. Let's see. First to hit, uh, I am going to attempt to chop this thing to bits with my falchion. Alright. Uh... 29. One mighty hit. Uh, and second hit goes on the same. That's right. 24. Another mighty hit. And 27. I'm imagining that's a crit threat. That would be a crit threat, indeed. <laughs> 19? Um, yes. Yes. Oh, I, I'm plus five to confirm crits, I think. Yeah, you said that. So. Thing needs to have all the different attack macros now. Yes. Now now he's got to take Lindsay's character and have like a full (laughs) full stream of attack macros. So let's see. I did not do my crit damage as a macro, so let's see. First attack, 34, 37. Ouch. And then, oh, and the burst goes off on the, uh... The crit. Crit. So, 20... 47 plus a d10. 47? That's your strike damage. That, that was, that was his... That's that was sh- doubled. No, that's your strike Isn't roll. Isn't that your to hit? That's your to hit. Yeah, uh, that's, that's your to hit roll. Never mind. Uh... You need damage again. Damage. So, 27 and 21. Yeah. At this point, it's just been smashed completely to bits by Gorm's, yeah, slicing acid back and forth, just, just acid, acid bursting around, burst. sizzling away at it, <laughs> and, and the, eventually there's there's just like at the last cut there's just these like clay boots essentially. <laughs> nice work. <gasps> Under the door. Let's go. Boots could be really handy. We should keep them. I'll drop them in the bag. Clay boots of Solomon. When you need to drop somebody in a in a bag, in a river. In a river. Some clay boots. Yeah. It's funny. It's like a bedroom. Indeed. Bedroom is large and airy. Thick, expensive rugs and windows overlooking the district. Massive bed sits against the northwestern wall, next to a wardrobe and a metal staircase that twists up through a hole in the ceiling. An entryway to the southeast. One door is closed. While in the southeastern wall, a lever protrudes from a mechanical box by another door. Hmm. Ah, I don't have to do anything. It's not my job anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, let's go over, over to the lever. Looks a little bit. Pulls on it. There's a sound of 
some creaking from the catwalk outside. Pulls it back up. The creaking stops. I think this is something to the catwalk. Hmm. Upward and onward? Yes. Try not to jump bed first. Can we hear anything above? Um, perception checks? Bunk. Bunk. <laughs> Gosh, we're bad. Nope. <laughs> um, as you guys are listening, Alex will kind of, uh, <laughs> For no reason. Juniper actually gets it again as well. <laughs> See, nice. it's funnier. For no reason at all. <laughs> he changed it so that the main text says that. Or do you type that every time? I'm just typing whatever I fancy typing. If you actually open the macro, you can change it so that's the default text. Oh, okay. Yeah, where would the fun be in that? Right, where would the fun be in that? It's much more fun to... It's a new wand of wonder. Alright, so uh, Juniper and Alex are both able to hear, and Alex will inform. Uh, the, the sounds of um, some occasional venting steam, some sounds of metal working in some sort of mechanic machine-like form, as well as a deep voice kind of mumbling something as well. Leaving now. <laughs> I'm supposed to go up there. The magic. You, you also okay. see in the, um, in this room, particularly on the dresser, I believe uh, this dresser here, um, some signs of blood as well. And here it seems like something that was bleeding was possibly laying down on there for a point. Uh, also, hmm. some feathers and stuff around it and in the blood. Yeah. <laughs> like that feathery bit that flew off with the bag. I just gasped out loud and like. Awful memory of no reason for <laughs> Your past life just flashed before your eyes. <laughs> uh, no, that was the harpy actually that you guys put on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, even better. Stupid harpy. Shall we? Up the stairs. I've still got a knock on Zora running. I um, guess I'm still hasty. Sure. Should I be casting anything good? Like, would Major help anybody right now? Uh, no, unless you want to cast on your method. Is that beneficial to... You, you, you actually have a familiar satchel, so you could live in there if you knew it wanted in combat. Okay. Very nice and warm inside your satchel, mistress. That's right. It's like wow. a little space. Just like a into. Is that like a euphemism for Fanny? Right, it's a euphemism for Fanny. American or English version. <laughs> okay. A familiar satchel. A new level of creepy on me. <laughs> <laughs> This little head pokes its way out. Hey, mistress! It's kind of nasty. Kind of nasty. Do you remember any new spells from our patron? Um, ooh, maybe. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll add that. A new, um, ear piercing screen. Oh no! How long does it take for her to memorize? Probably minutes, I think. Yeah, ongoing spells like haste will expire in said time. In yeah. fairness, haste probably is... Uh, How long is haste? It would be nine rounds. Well, sorry, seven oh, rounds. Seven rounds, actually, because it's Alex casting it. Yeah, it's in rounds. 
Actually, haste is probably... We'd have to run up the stairs to get the effects of haste. You'll have to cast it again. Yeah. Haste is probably gone if you're taking some time to check the room out. In the my, my Archon's Aura will last nine minutes. Yeah, so Archon's Aura is still on. Yeah. The description you just read of what we could hear upstairs, what would that... What would the first thing I think of be for that? Like, another construct? Quite possibly. Or just machinery or some sort of lab equipment. Some sort of deep voice. Did we just lose Lockhart? No. No. Okay. I, I, he, cut, he got cut off to me. Uh, so what, uh, what, what languages are spoken by Juniper again? Um, languages. Front sheet, bottom left. Yeah, it just says reactionary. Oh. Mine. Okay. They got uh, traits. Languages okay. may be elsewhere. Um, you, you are you are not able to recognize uh, any particular language being spoken by the deep voice. Um, it, it also is um, rather languid in, in its um, and, and um, po- possibly with an edge of pain to it as well. Okay. Hmm. Why don't you cast invisibility and we'll head on up there? That way, at least you're a bit protected. Yeah, I was just thinking that actually. <laughs> Yay for invisibility. Okay, I'll do that. Do I have to cast okay. or anything so, to do that? So, just, just checking, are you taking the five minutes to sit down and pet your familiar to get another ear-piercing screen prepared? No, I'll just cast okay. um, invisibility on myself. I think. Alright, that's fine. I think it will be of greater use. <laughs> Is there a little status bubble we can give you? If she's casting a spell, I'll take the time to cast Aura of Doom as well. Are you giving me a status uh, And I'll take the time to that for ready to chop things. Chop the sharpening things. Aura of Doom. Aura of Doom. Oh, that one. So it looks like I'm a ninja because ninjas are invisible. It lasts ten minutes per level. It's great. I'll prepare my uh I'll prepare my survival to get me up the stairs alive. <laughs> nice. Twenty foot radius centered on me. Anyone entering it that is a hostile to me must save with a will save or become shaken. And if they leave and re enter they have to save again. It is an, an emanating a palpable aura of horror. Horror. Feel my palpable aura of horror. Nope. So All she right. feels it happen. So yes. Demir just has these auras around him, and you're just glad you're not hostile against him. As far as he knows. <laughs> I'll know when you become shaken and you drop all your stats and everything. So just checking some stuff here. Okay. So, Ymir has R's on. Juniper is invisible. Anything else? I'm surviving my way up the stairs. <laughs> Are you going? Surviving your way up the stairs. That is what survival one's way up the stairs. Mm-hmm. You're going up. We're going up. Here we All go. Right. Seems terribly familiar. <laughs> 
talking about my familiar. Yeah. So, uh, as you guys should be able to see, the area below opens up. This large room has walls 15 feet high with tall, narrow arches for windows. The chamber has no roof of its own, and instead the walls are freestanding, with a five-foot gap between their tops and the stone of the district ceiling. Papers and diagrams cover the walls and several workbenches, along with other odds and ends, journals, and some other items. Uh, there are half-finished meals and pieces of machinery that line haphazard piles on the floor. Against the northwestern wall stands a huge metal apparatus, upon which hangs the limp and bloodied body of a troll, and beside it, the similar state um, body of an elf. The troll huh. is vaguely saying something. The elf is not moving. Well, there is also a clockwork humanoid standing at the top of the stairs, wielding, what was it now, a ransuer? Did we decide? How the... <laughs> it was a ransuer, was it? I, I think ransuer is what it, it was. It, it, it was a back to Corbin. Is, is what it was before. Or, or it was what, a bohemian air spoon. <laughs> I attack you with my bohemian air spoon. So, let us have some initiatives. Okay, a little thing sitting up on the wall, huh? Boot. Oh, 23. Thank you very much. Well, I am fast. Uh, uh, uh. Speed, speed, speed. I'm blocking. Hey? And you're kind of in the way, right? That's the plan, isn't it? Oh. No. Sorry. (sighs) This fight seems woefully familiar, people. Uh, That's just a couple constructs here. See if we can do it right this time. (laughs) I think we have a little bit of foreknowledge, but we'll see how that goes. I'm tempted to tickle you with an large person there, Gorham. Can you cast that too? Can cast it. Why have I got so many things you can cast? Isn't that kind of pointless? I don't think it's large at times. I think it's only at large in something else, isn't there? It's because I've I've picked a large person because sometimes I'll be in combat and you won't be. Obscuring mist I've heard you mention. Yes, I have that too. Got to remember my spells aren't as useful. We both have a lot limited selection, but yes. Clerical spells are not the most fantastic at times. GM Lockhart rolls an 11 and a 6. An 11 to 6. Alright, so. Let me just take a look at some things here. Alright, so. I have a small collection of wooden pegs. With what? Little, little clothes pegs. I not where they came from. <laughs> but like, they're, they're all decorated though. You probably bought them one day, did you? Yeah. <laughs> so, as you walk up, the clockwork soldier springs into action, hoisting up its ransour. And a voice from up at the ceiling calls out, Hmm, more toys entering. Perhaps one of you will be less fragile than 
this latest one. Does he have like an armchair up there and some shit like that? A flying <laughs> rocking chair. That's right. Let's see. Uh, so, let's see. I need to get them. Especially one that gloats. The aura of doom is not going to affect the construct. No. Uh, you can also like, see the little um, clockwork dragon on, on the perch as well. Very good. Um, so it will have to make a will save against the Archon's Aura. Which it fails. So yes, uh, Demir's turn. Hmm, let's see. Clearly there's more things in this room than meets the eye. I cast Blessing of Fervor. Oh my. Oh. What does that do? Cool stuff for peoples. Cool stuff for peoples. Seems rather a... We're pulling out the, the, the big guns. It sounds exactly like an adult would say to a child that kept asking a million questions. <laughs> cool stuff, Lindsay. Just shut up. Go away. Push now. Accept yeah. all things. Blessing of forever, every round you get to choose to either increase your speed by 30 feet, to stand up as a swift action without provoking, to make an extra attack as part of a full attack routine at your highest base attack, to gain a plus two on attack and dodge rolls, uh, or to cast a single spell of second level or lower as if it were enlarged, extended, silent, or still. And that lasts for nine rounds. Okay. Excellent. All right. So, so let me cast that. Um, Demir, not moving. Not moving. I'm gonna wait till Gorum clears the stairs. So no, not yet. Okay. Gorum. You can't do that until they've come and checked for evidence. Uh, let's see. I guess I'm gonna have to step up to attack the construct. It's only a five foot though. So still got a full attack routine. Uh, what, what benefits are you taking? Does it have to be at the start of the round? I will take the extra attack. Okay. So, step in. All right. Wallop, wallop, bash, crunch. see. First attack. A 30. Will hit. Second attack, 26. <laughs> I like the new side of you thing. Well, this, this, this efficient and effective side. Player attack at a 28. Yes. That's a 19 thing. That's a quick threat for you. Oh, yep. To be honest, this thing probably would have died one hit. It's still damaged from the fight before. And uh, 22 to confirm the crit. It, it's had fights before. Really? It's damaged? Yes, it's damaged. It's got some mix on it. <laughs> so I assume that'll, that'll, that crit confirms. Yeah, 22. Okay. How terribly looking uh, 32... 31, and, oops, sorry, I did that to hit again. Uh, 14 hit points left. Plus uh, d10 burst of acid. Then it's quite dead then. (laughs) Gorm's blades um, sings through the air and gears go flying everywhere. (gasps) Made it rhyme. Beauty construct. You did make it rhyme. That's why I get paid the big GM bucks. <laughs> Are we supposed to be paying you? Apparently. Oh, remind me to hit your tip jar. 
We pay. Oh, yes, we pay. Tipping is sexy. Uh, Juniper's turn. Come on up the stairs. You're invisible. Oh, yeah. I was just about to get frightened, but I just realized I'm... Uh, what benefit are you choosing from? Uh, Increase speed by 30 feet. Stand up as a swift action without provoking attack of opportunity. One extra attack is part of a full attack action. A plus two bonus on attack rolls and a plus two dodge bonus to AC and reflex saves. Cast a single spell of second level or lower as if it were enlarged, extended, silent, or still. I'd take that one just in yeah. case you want to cast a first or second level spell silently, so not to give away your position. Yeah, that seemed like the the reasonable one. Okay, I'll do that. So okay, and so yes, I mean it's your turn. You can move. Uh, I shall. You probably want to get to the top so you can actually see the room to reasonably do something. Yeah, got to yeah. I'll do that. Climb up and table dance. That'll be that's fifteen feet to get you to there. Okay. Yep. So yeah, you see the room. Honestly, all you can see is this little mechanical dragon at the top of the wall. <laughs> that doesn't look terribly frightening. Small bits of scattered gears. Um I shall probably just hold, I guess. Um might, might I suggest you look at your prepared spells of, what was it, third level, second level? Like Glitter Dust? Or Sea Invisibility? Hmm, it might be a good spell to cast. What level is that? Second uh, level, it, I think. Yeah. It, oh, we could cast that silently. Yes. And but Invisible. Sea uh, Invisibility is le- second level. Mm-hmm. And your thing... Grants Let's you cast it silently. Okay. So no one can see you, hear you doing it. I'll do that then. No one will know you can see them. Let's see if I can do this. I can do, I can cast it with obscene gestures. Yeah, right. (laughs) Except no one can see them. Exactly! So I still have my good reputation intact. You're a tiefling, you don't have a good reputation, Shimmy. Exactly! So my bad reputation is still intact. So, a, I'm I'm you guys actually get to see him. Holy crap, we can see him. I don't think you get, I think. Oh, he's sitting on Petey's shoulder. <laughs> he's got wings. Erskinen cool. Ardok is a tall, thin man in his early 30s with clean-cut good looks and finely tailored, tailored close-fitting robes festooned with pouches, bandoliers, and strange mechanical devices. His chisel of office as a member of the Arduck family hangs prominently from his belt, but perhaps the most unusual thing about him is a leather harness across his chest that secures a pair of golden mechanical wings to his back. Ooh, I could use mechanical wings. I am going to fuck him up. He is standing at the top of, uh, uh, between the, the roof, the top of the walls, and the ceiling of the ledge. And, uh, of course, he, he, he's just smiling evilly as he doesn't know that you can see him. Ha ha ha! Ha ha lightning bolt will cure, will, uh, yeah, that'll, cure, him, that'll cure him. That's Actually, if, it, if you can get a glitter dust on him, that might be nice. That, or, that being said, however, um, it is, that's the end of Juniper's turn this round. Mm. Having moved and cast a spell. Dusty hand. And unfortunately, I'll no. ask, I will ask for a little bit of no metagaming here. 
as she very literally cannot point where he is because she is invisible herself. <laughs> That's funny. So, Alex's turn. Alex will activate uh, One square to the right of the archaeologist luck. Ooh. Bonuses. Oh, how long is that last for? Uh, with um, lingering performance, it will um, basically she drops. Oh, is it, is it like is it a performance? It's weird, but yes, kind of. <laughs> does he have to go on his bard? Does he have to perform? No, nope. he's just lucky. <laughs> so lingering performance affects it, but he doesn't have to perform. She. That's interesting. Yes. The archaeologist a bard. Yes. yes. How did I not know that? Because you were trying to block the terror out. <laughs> an archaeologist you can't be a bard as well, right? Right. He's a bard archaeologist. So moves up and then is going to shoot at um. Petey. So. Did he select his blessing of fervor? Uh, I suppose I suppose it would be the bonuses. Mm. Yes. So this is with a plus two bonus to attack, which will make Ooh, a thirty-nine. Is that crit threat? Not with a bow. Uh, thirty-nine for seven points. <laughs> I love the generic thing. Look at. <laughs> <laughs> DR. So it's only two points. Still, first blood on uh, Petey. Good work. Why is his... Okay, there we go. First blood. Oh, oil. <laughs> Alright. And uh, with another laugh, uh, Juniper can see uh, working in, going to move his hands. Spellcrafted dude! What spell is he going to cast? Let me guess, black tentacles! <laughs> nope, he's cast that today already. Hooray! Hmm. Um, hmm. Cackle! No, I think he'll just pull out the big guns. Oh, good. Fireball. Yes. Fireball. So, uh, he will indeed now uh, reappear for everyone to see as a fireball leaves his hand and is uh, basically going to probably just aim for the corner of where uh, Alex is standing. Wants to keep it away from his troll and all that. So, let's see, this will be quite a few d6. Not nice. (laughs) Juniper Juniper rolls the 24 for spellcraft. (laughs) I just wanted to point out that was written like that on purpose. (laughs) It was! Spellcraft. (laughs) <laughs> All right. <laughs> Reflex <was>. saves. <laughs> it was you, bunch of disbelieving asshole. Twenty-five. Fifteen. What am I doing? Reflex, Reflex save. 
Did, um, let's see. I know Alex gives a plus two. Gorum doesn't. Uh, nine. Demir didn't actually choose, couldn't choose one because he cast a spell. Right. And Juniper chose the spell bonus. Yep. That being said, Juniper makes the save. Demir <laughs> makes the save, so you guys can only take 15 points of damage. Uh, uh, uh. Gorum can take the full 31. Take that, Gorum. I have so, to take 15 points of damage now. 15 yeah, points, yes. Even though I saved. Yeah, it's half damage. But I saved! I never yeah. took damage. Oh yeah, right, Rogue Pants, you do now. Really? Yeah, 15. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. And Alex uh, fails and has to take a massive 31, 31. points. I'm not used to this. No, it's terrifying, isn't it? Out of a massive tunnel. Of like 35. Uh, Here we go again, Lockhart. At least you can see him now. He, he, he doesn't really have many of his passive-aggressive attacks anymore, so he pops visible again. Good. So it'll be Demir's turn. Holy crap. Yes, bring some holy crap at him. I'll throw some holy crap at him. What happens? That's right. Uh, what's my option for um, blessing of fervor? Uh, extra attack, bonuses, plus 30 feet of movement, standing up, spell stuffs. I lost some of that conversation. Yeah, I lost you there, Lockhart. Oh, oh actually, sorry. Before Demir's turn, I forgot one thing. PD! PTO. Um, I think PD's gonna go for the guy who just destroyed the construct way too easily. <laughs> Aww. Uh, you just spit acid at me. Yeah. Give me a range touch attack for PD. Come on, give it to me, Buck. Mm. You're not going to give me the bonus, are you? Look how it's talking to himself. His bonus is minus 12. Uh, I guess it's still a plus 7, isn't it? It's so cute when he's looking So 24 is probably going to hit yes. uh, at the touch. So that will be 2d4 acid, I think. Three points. Do I get my DR on that? Nope. Energy. Now it's Demir's turn. Hmm. So they're kind of up on a ledge, right? Yeah, 15 feet up. It's kind of annoying. Um, I cast Wall of Fire on the ledge. <laughs> Very interesting. Thanks. What's it Why don't you want a large person yourself and just go up to them and kick them? I don't think I can reach that high, even with enlarge. If Plus I can enlarge as well, do you? No, we can only get to large. Enlarge person would give you 10 foot reach, and you would be then yeah. 10 foot high yourself, so you could reach him. Yeah, that's true. <gasps> Lindsay, okay. a valid tactical... Idea, Shocker. I like your valid tactical idea, Shocker. Um, I don't know now. I mean, Wall of Fire will get him off that ledge. Hmm. 
All right, we'll, we'll take Lindsay's tactical idea shocker and see how we do. I will take the bonuses to hit an armor class, and I will cast a large person on myself. All right. That I'll, that I'll only have a move action, though, right? Hmm? Sorry, Lindsay can't go out right now. Then it takes an entire round to cast, right? Yes. That's going to tie me up a whole round. Well, you'll have the rest. You'll have your next turn. It just completes. What are you going to do? It just completes at the end of your next turn. All right, I'll cast a large person on myself. Okay. Demir starts chanting. Maybe Lindsay can cast it on Gorum. Gorum. Oh, let's see. He is out of. They're both out of sword reach. I guess I will have to switch to my bow. You're going to move out of this nice cluster of people. Can you choose a only parts of people to enlarge? And I wasn't thinking of that before you started. <laughs> Although he was at that, by that point. Uh, that that would be a specialized spell, which I'm sure that there are many advertisements for a very specific. Part of the anatomy um, for male you get, creatures. You get them in your email every day. <laughs> I just wondered if you could, <laughs> you could do I love it. specific damage to people just by picking. Oh, I see. Yes. Can I get to there and still. Um, for, first, oh. just checking your bonus this turn. Oh. Your fervor? Um, since I can't reach them, I guess I'll take the uh, movement. Okay. So I won't be able to. Okay, so you're so you're walking over there, and I will throw out my falchion, which is on a weapon cord, and take out my bow. It's on a weapon cord. Okay, so you could you could have done that as part of your movement. So you still have a standard oh. left. Okay. Then can I still attack with the bow then? Uh, yeah. Are you attacking Birkin or Petey? Uh, Birkin. Okay. Fuck him in his fucking book. Which I can enlarge. Yeah, right. Uh, it's no. obvious and very painful. Pretty sure that's going to bounce right off him. Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't quite get to attack him with that. Uh, better roll. Juniper, still invisible. What's Dance the over enlarge, enlarge that fighter. I will enlarge that fighter. Silently. Silently. Okay. Juniper doesn't start chanting. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully Alex will heal himself. Uh, Alex indeed is um, probably going to take the defensive bonus uh, and uh, cast uh, probably a good Cure Serious. This seems like a Cure Serious type of moment. I think every moment is a cure series. <laughs> there are no cure light moments, only cure series. <laughs> 27 is a good amount. It's a good amount. So, Birkinen and PD. Uh, Did Lindsay have to move to enlarge? I don't think so. I think it's at range. I think it might have. Generally, I just shake my butt a bit and it enlarges. Is that how it works? Oh. A large person is... Yeah, close. Close, so so yeah, she can do it from a distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, what's he going to go for? Hmm. 
That's funny. Oh, not, not funny. I think he's going to fly over to this corner. That's far away. Can we get at him from there? Uh, well, he, I mean, he's there, but he's still kind of standing on top of the roof. It's kind of an odd thing to put it. Yeah, we can't stand where that equipment is, can we? No. So he's effectively put himself out of melee range completely, right? Uh, Even with enlarge, we can't reach him. Currently. Possibly. I have to see. To be honest, I see something different than you. Really? You want you want to see what I see? I don't know what you say. What do you say? He has a different view on the nest, doesn't he? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. There's a big effing troll in the way. That's what <laughs> I see. Yeah, right, that's fair. So there's a big effing troll in that equipment, so we can't stand in that space. It, it, oh. would, it would be rather rather tricky to do so. Right. I, I suppose you could always pull him out of there and then stand in the space. You don't really care about preserving the machinery too much, do you? Do you? No. no. If he goes berserk and... What? 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 Why would that ever happen? <laughs> I know you've been working for a few weeks. Uh, Gosh, it's like we don't trust Lockhart anymore. <laughs> it's, it's like we, we, we've all been through some, like, joint traumatic... Trauma, yeah. <laughs> some terrible trauma. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> okay. So, uh, then he casts a spell, and let's see. Hmm, who's he gonna choose? He still can't see Juniper. Uh, 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 we'll just do uh, some ra- random rolls here. Uh, oh, good! Random rolls. He's so, he's so clever, he's rolling a dice. The, the, Demir will be one, Alex two, Gorham three. So, one on Demir, one on Alex. I'd like to claim partial cover for the stairwell. That's a good claim. You will indeed get partial cover. That being said, this is a touch attack, so we'll see how well that matters. Yeah. Um, Got to work out my touch AC now, haven't I, Lockhart? <laughs> Crap. Let's see. Four plus eight. So. Uh, on Demir... I'm pretty sure a 24 is going to hit you regardless. Pretty sure it might not. As a touch? What is touch? Touch is minus dex, right? Uh, oh, no, t- touch, is, touch is minus right. most armor bonuses. I'm reading my flat-footed line. Yes, that hits me. Okay. And then on your archaeologist, there's another 24. Because the dice roller loves you guys. Oh, the lost thing. Well, that's okay. What's <laughs> that right now? Oh no, I'm kidding. So, this is a bit special. So, on Demir, it will actually do. How does Empower work again? Another 50%, this? right? So, it'll actually do 12 points to Demir. What is it? A Scorching Ray? Sorry, it's a, it's a ray of fire shoots from his fingertips when at Demir. So, 14? As, uh, 12 points, I said. Twelve. Okay. And then Alex. 
Hmm, that'll do 24 to Alex, I believe. You're so mean. Lockout is mean. He's NPC. Lockout is mean. Demir! He doesn't like this one anywhere near as much. Do I get big now? You do indeed get big, and you're probably squeezing in the staircase, I imagine. I will get big as I climb out of the staircase. Okay. Check out bigger too. Yeah. What? Uh, uh. Sadly, I don't get more hit points. I guess I, guess I do, because my con goes up, right? Uh, no, I don't believe so. I think it's just strength oh, no, and death stuff. Strength. Yeah, it is. Which is crap. I get a plus two to strength, and a minus two to dex, and a minus one to AC. But I get a ten foot reach, and I'm now ten foot. So, that's good. And all my weapons increase in size, which increases their damages. Yes. Which is also nice. Alright, I guess that's the only thing I can see is PT. I well, will take... Well, you can see, Perkinen. I can't get at him, though, can I? No, not really. So, I may as well go smash PT another one. Mind you, well, mind you, again, he's standing on the wall, so... How, uh, I can't see this map. I, I want to see how big this whole thing is. Uh, I mean, it's, if it's, I can't, yeah, it's it's a big thing. Okay, yeah. No. If I can't get into that corner, then I can't get at him. I think, I, yeah. to be honest, I'm figuring I've got to get near a wall to be able to hit anybody up up at the top of it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So you can, if you want, you can go and hit PD then. So I'll probably want to text thing and see if he's all right and coming back. Yeah. I think where you dropped him. Because. Neither Hal and I have a phone available right now. Yeah, because we've turned it off so we can make this better experience. So, so, so oh, you yeah, so can actually text thing. We've done this before, like, he's randomly disappeared and dropped off quite yeah. to, like, the end of a session and never, yeah. and never come back. You wouldn't do it mid-combat, though. I have sent him a text. Not intentionally, but... Thing, are you alive? Maybe Comcast has figured out where it is. Yeah, maybe, and I've gone round. So, uh, in any event, yes, still, give me your turn all the same. Thanks. Um, I don't have a lot of hits left, do I? 27. Yeah, I will take the, is it the attack and the bonuses to AC? What? For my blessing of fervor. Oh, okay, you're taking the bonuses, okay, yes. Mm. Okay. I'll move over. Do I, can I hit him from here, or do I have to get right next to him? I think you have to get right up next to the wall. I'm going to be here, or can I be there? Um, I think you still got to be there, yeah. Because I was uh, going to say, if you could, if if that machine wasn't that big, you could move over, and you should still be able to hit him on the edge. Because because he's again standing on the wall, so he's right. It's kind of a weird spot, but yeah. Yeah, this is an odd combat in a flat map. But I think I had to like throw in like like three dimensional combats onto a two D map. It's very annoying. Okay, um, I will attempt to smash it, PT, with my longsword, I guess. Ooh. Now I feel my power. Long sword. I have a longsword, yes. So, I get my full attack routine, I guess? Uh, no, you moved. Oh, yeah, I did. I get one attack, which is at... But you do get the bonus. Plus two to attack. Plus two to attack, but I also get bonuses for enlarge. A plus one to damage, one. probably. It's plus two strength, so it's going to be plus one to hit as well, right? But a minus one hit for a size penalty. That's minus one AC. Oh, yes, minus one. Ah! 
Pain. So, what am I rolling, Lockhart? My old, my old character. What am I rolling, Lockhart? A 1d10, I believe. 1d10? Yes, because it's a size larger. So it's I've got a hit in front of that, right? Oh, oh yeah, sorry. So 1d20 plus... Do you so regular, my regular attack, really, with your plus 2 bonus for Blessing of Fervor. Sounds good. Let's do that. 25. Uh, yes, that should hit BD. Awesome. And the damage is different. It's also, gonna be... I think now you are actually close enough I can make him do the saves for the auras. Oh, yeah. Does it, does it affect... Oh, one's mind affecting, I think. No, no, but now now you're actually close enough to affect Birkinen. Ah, good. Take this, Birkinen. So, um, let's see. Will saves both of them? Yes. So against Archon, a 25 will save. Against the Doom, a 14 will probably not save. That is a fail. So he's shaken. Shaken. His knees start knocking. Hello. Hey, Faye, what happened? Uh, apparently my router just disconnected for some... <laughs> I told you. Comcast. Comcast. We were concerned. <laughs> we were concerned. What did we say it was? Like at 1d10 instead of 1d8? I was concerned. Yes. Plus... Oh. Uh, should be... You're using it one-handed or two-handed? It's one-handed. I have a shield. Okay, so then just a plus one to damage from the size. It's not a huge amount. Thirteen. Ah. Uh, Bosh. And again, you don't have an adamantine weapon, do you? No. So, it's an attack, but PD's still there. And, uh, Gorham's turn. little beast. Stop standing outside where I can't get at you. Gorham feels magic starting to surround him and make him grow. Sorry, I had to fetch the dog. Oh. Uh, can I hold my action until after that? Uh, you certainly can. Takes effect. So Juniper. Juniper finishes the spell, and Gorum grows. Grow, I say. <laughs> we're filling. We're filling the space nicely here. I'm okay. seeing combats going comedically, comedically quick now. Time to abandon the bow and go back to the uh, falchion, I guess. Giants stomping across the battlefield. The, the, you the, the, the ceiling beneath you creaks slightly. I was going to say, at some point, this building's not going <laughs> to. It's like eight times the weight or something when you're enlarged. Yeah, that being said, it's a good strong stone building, so it's fine. But one more enlarged person, and <laughs> who knows what might happen? Okay. Yeah, you multiply your weight uh, by eight. But, in any event, it is Juniper's turn still. You finished uh, casting the spell, and Gorham has indeed increased in size. Uh, so you now have the giant brothers. Uh, and Juniper... I can bolt that bastard. <laughs> or do some witchy business to him. I'm sorry, I didn't hear any of that. Everything cut out. Uh, Witch that dude's ass. I thought I was doing the spell still. No, no, you, you finished casting it this turn? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Doesn't that mean that... No, that was last turn's action. If I finish it, doesn't that mean it's things go automatically? No, no, no. Um, it's He delayed his turn until after you, so he again enlarged. But you still have your full turn before him. Okay. Um, then I will... Have a look. 
Collect the witch guns. Time for some cackling and shit. Yeah, I was thinking about Or, of course, dare I say hilariously, feeble mind him. Yeah, right? Feeble mind the fucker. Could I? You could feeble mind him. He, he would take a straight save at this this point. Oh no, he's shaken. He's at minus two. Yeah, let's feeble mind him while he's already shaken. And he's a caster, so he's at like minus four already. So feeble mind will be interesting. Yeah, feeble mind is ass. Okay, let's do it. What do I do? I, I, uh, say the word. I cast. You cast it. I cast all? feeble mind. Yeah. Since this is an aggressive. Since this is an aggressive yes. spell, you will reappear. Hello? Alright, nope. Hal, you kept, every time you tell me to do something and then I try and do it, you just start yelling over the top of me so no one can hear me trying to do it. So yes, I do that. And I know that sometimes I, all I have to do is say I'm doing it, but then there are also spells that I can't, that in the past I have to roll things for, so I don't know the difference. Yeah. So, uh, I do that. <laughs> So this is nasty. It is. It is. So Juniper casts it. She reappears because this is a direct affecting nasty spell. It's really nasty. Yay! And Birkinen suddenly feels all the knowledge and stuff he possesses being stripped away, and he tries to resist it. And so he is at a plus one to the save. All said and done. Wow. <laughs> is that a six, Lockhart? That is a six. So all, all, all of a sudden, Birkin, who was laughing before, kind of goes, and, um... Lens, do you know what you just did? What? Phil's feeble mind drops his intelligence and charisma to one. He can no longer cast spells. Essentially, he has the intelligence of a lizard. Awesome. And, and all the charm of a lizard. That's right, and all the charm of a lizard. <laughs> and it's permanent until something powerful removes it. Oh yeah, Linz, that it's permanent. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's permanent. Oh, you needed to tell me that beforehand, just in case? It's permanent. Don't cast it on the party. <laughs> okay, well, that, that might be something I need to know in future. Yeah, don't cast it on the party. It's permanent. Okay, I need, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be probably a minute or two. You okay. okay? Yeah. In any event, um, he, he, he just has this wild look in his eyes and, and looks with the wings not unlike a flying monkey, really. Oh, looks like <laughs> a flying monkey. Gorham! Let's see, I probably can't get to him, so I will, uh, Drop the bow, pick up my falchion, and smash Petey if I can hit him from here. Yep, yeah, yeah. Goodbye, Petey. It's been nice knowing you. What, what advantage are you taking? Extra attack? Oh, what the hell. What the hey? Let's see. To hit one. 27. To hit two, 24. Uh, yes, yes. And hit and three, yeah. oh, 15. You're just gonna absolutely destroy Petey. Poor old Petey. You even have, you even have adamantine weapons so you can bypass his damage yeah. reduction. So, 62 points. 
Yes, yes, yes. PD is no more. Fuck you, PD. Good use of feeble minds. Perhaps we can entice him in with uh, small small bits of food. He, he, he falls and smashes in, in a pile of gears, a little wand poking out at Demir's feet. Huh. Oh, Petey does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alex is probably, I mean, sees Birkinen, but doesn't necessarily know what's going on. You guys are still new working together, so I'll probably hedge and heal. You're fading out for me, Lockhart. Alex is probably just going to hedge and heal, not knowing exactly what it is that the newly grouped with Witch can do. So, cure moderate. Ooh, cool. And what does Birkinen do? <laughs> that what does a man with the intelligence of one do? That is the question. Can he even operate his wings at this point? Well, are they mechanical magical. or are they magical? They're magical. Okay. Bit of both, then, guess. Is unable to use intelligence or charisma-based skills, cast spells, understand language, or communicate coherently. He still knows who his friends are, but it doesn't say he recognizes enemies. Well, that, come on. Oh, well, we dropped Lindsay. Again, it's just like animals, they still recognize enemies. Well, I don't know, I think they just recognize people who aren't their friends. His tactics might be for shit now, but uh Yes. Well no, he's he's pretty much useless, but for now. Um I suppose what he will do is hobble something like over uh here or so and just um basically uh, chuck down his chisel as an improvised attack at Demir or something like that. Nice. Watch out for your digits. I'm watching. Which honestly will be such a laughably <laughs> bad roll. Improvised weapon. Bring it. So it's like a six. Woo! It I can't miss it. off your armor. Even though I'm gigantomassive. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old guy. We'd like put him in a cage and feed him and call him George. You could. Gorham, what are we going to do? Do we want to kill this guy? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> Did we just lose Lindsay? A little bit ago. Okay. Yes, just just went to that restroom. Would you like me to move so you can stand on this guy's face? I think you're better at it than I am. Yes. <laughs> All right, I back out of combat over right. here. I'll examine this thing. Okay, we'll get to that in a bit. With Lindsay, Lindsay and I will examine this thing. We'll leave the um, uh, the brainless Birkin into Gorham. So Gorham's turn. What is your blessing of fervor? I will take the extra attack. <laughs> That's right. going to be part of the full round. And you're gonna okay, have to move. Unfortunately, you have to move ten feet to get to him. I thought I had ten foot reach at. Uh, yeah, but you still have ten oh, foot. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Okay, I will take the 
was it there's a plus two to De- to hit to, to AC and reflex. Sure, I'll take that. Okay. Wah! Schmack! And then just one big chop. Oh, you're doing the one big chop? Oh. Well, yeah, he only has one attack. Oh, can he... Because I moved. Yeah, it replaces your full attack, doesn't it? The one big chop. Yeah. He has the overhand chop ability. Okay. Oh, no, it's only a 29, dude. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> 952 damage. crit threats? No, 11 is not crit threat. Oh. Nope. You hardly kill him in or anything. Oh. 34. Ooh. That's solid damage, though. Is, is that really... Is that only 34 damage? Oh, well, no, that's my regular damage. Shoot. What do I do with extremely out of your hand? Is your modifier that increases? What? Oh, that's double strength... Uh, oh, just double strength. So how much more should get added to that? Uh, five more. So, <laughs> 39. Nice. It is a rather big hit. Boom! Uh, Alex? Hmm. <laughs> Can't believe two of the party went large. That's so funny. It is rather taking stuff. To, to, to be honest, Alex is, is, is um, well, 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 will be nice. Alex will at least walk over and, um, clap a heroism on Gorm. Heroism. That's funny. <laughs> Which is another plus two to hit and damage, I believe. Thing. Yes? Can't see you in roll 20 anymore. Oh, I see me and I do a lock art. Okay, it might just be a glitch in roll 20. Lens, you dropped out again. Oh, sorry. It's only attack rolls. That sucks. Heroism needs to be better. Hmm. Heroism Um, needs to be better. (laughs) Well, unfortunately this made him suck because he's kind of going to take a step with him, but he's, at this point, after a hit like that, you're just going to attempt to fly away, really. So Are you going to say flee? Um, well, he's, he's not really clever enough to do it well, so he will provoke an attack. I'll take that. Yes, just, uh, Everybody dead. Not yet. Oh, crap. That oh. sucks, dude. Is that a failure? He fluffed it. One, so he doesn't even he hit him. fluffed it. That sucks. So, not unlike a flying monkey, um, Birkinen flies away with his creaking mechanical wings into the, the ceiling of Biz. How much loot does he have? Jeez. Big bunch, I would guess. He's got all our parties looped from the previous game. That's, the, yeah. uh, that's a shame. His wings would have been kind of cool. Can't you lightning bolt him as he flees or something? Yeah, you could do that. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, well, hmm, let's see. She, she, he would, he would be quite a distance away because, again, it at the top it's ceiling and wall. There's only this five foot gap. Ooh. So you have to be right up to it. And if he flies any bit higher, it's very easy to get out of any line of sight. It feels like kind of a bit of a pointless exercise to lightning bolt a character that is already 
running away and pretty much no threat to us now whatsoever. It seems well, like it's just those artifacts we were looking for. Yeah, let's see. Oh. Well, let's have a search about, shall we? So, with, 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 with uh, painful uh, shrieks of ook, ook, Birkenden flies away to the sky of this. <laughs> Gotta love feeble mind. And well, it's well worth a fifth level slot. Yeah. So, you guys are examining the room, are you? Yes, let us search around. So there is a whole bunch of stuff just kind of piled on top of these tables. That's not my job anymore. It's <laughs> not my job anymore. Well, identifying the magic is. <laughs> Technically, I think the other thing can do it as well, the other one. What other one? Not as well. Archaeologist. I think your job's mainly identifying these magic items, Mrs. Excuse me? Sorry. I just pretty much did everything we <laughs> I just did everything. I like that. I just did everything. Well, I did everything that was worth doing. I enlarged the fighter. And yes, you did. Pretty much killed the bad guy. Invisibly on the uh, <laughs> other thing and made it so that you all could see it and then I made it. Actually, you could see it. No one else could. Okay. And then I neutralized it as a threat permanently. <laughs> it's all his family finds him. You're welcome. Drooling and seeing somewhere. So, you guys will notice if you um, turn to the party inventory and loot um, sheet, it is filled with a lot of stuff. Familiar oh, stuff. Oh. Hey, look, the party inventory and loot sheet has been copy pasted onto. Familiar stuff, does that mean it all belongs to my familiar? Jesus. I'm sure you're familiar with like that. <laughs> I would too. That's a big spell book. Um, in addition, uh, in particular, our kind of set aside these journals uh, with sketches of uh, various Thassalon ruins of Verigia, which Alex is just pouring over, as well mm. as another one which seems to be largely written in Elvish, with little crisps of burnt stuff all over the pages for some reason. <laughs> um, pork rinds. Pork rinds. As well as set aside are these three shards, which are fairly readily identified of made of star metal that seem to have an ion stone fused in the center of them. Nice. So, thanks, Lockhart. You've left us the, uh, the Scarificator and the Orb of Consumption. Please. The elf had them. And, yeah. <laughs> I didn't send you either of these lists, did I, of equipment we had? Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, well. Wayfinder. So, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff, but again, fairly familiar. And, of course, the, the, the journals, which say so, so much as you look over them. These, they're part of Pathfinders, um, sent by Sheila Hydemark of the Lodge in Magnamar. The quest they've gone on, finding seven of these to reunite them into one super powerful artifact. Um, sounds cool. Fame and prestige awaiting those who do. Sounds um, like more than 500 gold worth. Right. <laughs> things very warehouse-thick. Big things, things about those, those bastard Aspis Consortium people trying to mm-hmm. break in and claim it for themselves when they've done all the work so far. Etc., etc. You guys know this as well as... <laughs> Story, infor- 
plot information on story up until now. <laughs> oh, no. Good work, Lockhart. Of course, including how they had entered the town, how they had talked with uh, Bargain, uh, a troll auger, about finding her brother Augustil, who was kidnapped by Birkin and Arduk, and um, how he... Uh, how Augustil was in fact an augur of true prophecy who would be able to help better locate the shards um, to find in this um, city. I'm guessing that's this dude here. Uh, mm. What languages do you all speak? Common. Why don't I have any languages? I believe you do. I just don't think they're on I the... don't have any they're, languages. They're on the online sheet at the way bottom. Okay. Oh, but I, I, I got it right now. I have already checked those, uh, and I doubt um, Gorham speaks many interesting languages. No, I, that, uh, what do I have? Apparently nothing interesting. It's pretty basic, yeah. Um, Common. I have nothing interesting either. I know I filled out something on that. Oh, Common, Orc, and Abyssal. Okay, so... Not, so what okay. does Lindsay have, Lockhart? Can you see it? I should have yes. taken Aklo or something. Uh, Lindsay has Common, Infernal, Abyssal, Draconic, Halfling, and Orc. <laughs> so we need some sort of giant for this? Or, uh... So, the strange mechanisms and its numerous reinforcing struts um, they take up almost the entire wall of the workshop. In the center, the troll hangs spread eagle with deep spikes driven through his wrists and ankles. His stomach is flayed open, the skin held that way with hooks, and the ropes of his innards and organs are held in front of him by a metal basin that protrudes from the apparatus on extendable arms. Nice. Long tubes run from painful-looking ports in the troll's skin to clear glass alembics and sealed vessels of steel and copper. Sparks leap sporadically between contact points on the rack, and a fan of tunes like pipes on an organ rises up to the top of the wall. Several styluses on mechanical arms scribble on sheaves of paper, while the apparatus as a whole constantly cuts and tugs and adjusts to offset the troll's regeneration, maintain, maintaining the tormented creature in an equilibrium of torture. Nice. So we gotta figure out how to turn it off or dismantle it and then search uh, this place for everything lootable. The troll's eyes seem very dilated. He is um making various um uh you can only assume it's speech, but it's very slurred and muttered and possibly is just general groans and stuff. Um, you can see that the scribbling devices seem to be recording um, phonetically or attempting to record whatever he is saying. Mm. And it's just this big pile of spooled paper at this point. Um, yeah, that's kind of just piled on the ground from where it's um, written off the spool. Well, since he's a auger, we should probably take all the transcriptions with us when we Go. Oh, so much for oh. Alpenhouse. 
I thought they were being fairly quiet. I wonder if they caught any of that. Yeah. So I'm, am I the only one that sent you my inventory from... Uh... Seems so. Oh, well. The rest is just solid. He's still got a fair windfall, I think, overall. Oh, yeah. From the general starting wealth of characters to this. Um, but we'll see if they can reconnect. And I, I think we'll probably maybe just end it here. Maybe. Good spot. We'll see. Yeah. It's getting fairly late. All these beautiful orbs of consumption and things that I can't use anymore. Yes, Gorm takes one like this. Looks fragile. Gosh. <laughs> so, come on, uh, come back, come back. I wanted to be a flying tank. I wanted those flappy wings. Ah, uh, I, I, I tried. I, I had him approach and make a pitiful attack because I mean he was undamaged. And even a yeah. creature with feral intelligence will like try to defend its domain, right? Yep. But then he got a big hit, and he wasn't taken down, so he's gonna fly away. Stupid fumbles. I mean, I guess in theory, if you guys wanted to hang around, you might try and wait in line ambush. He might come back. That's true. His lair. Hide down in the bedroom of Telvi. Here, I'm rooting about upstairs. Of course, he might also fly too high and just be eaten by a lurker above. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that was the only one in here. Oh, they live in series. At least he's uh, going up and not down. Nasty things down below. Yes. But, um, yeah, yeah, so far. Uh, so far, not a bad re-entry, I think. No. You have Gary's detailed journals to help you along. Yeah, well, one of us will have to pick up Thessalonian at some point. Uh, that is the one extra language that Alex knows. Ah, excellent. Oh, and Elvin, of course. Of course. So... Does anyone else know Elvin? Maybe Alex is just reading these journals to you guys. I think Juniper. That was. I thought you read uh, that as one. Uh, nope, not not or Elvin. Okay, I thought there was one of those. Hmm. So not only GM NPC, but also mouthpiece of past exposition. Nice. Oh, there's a theory in here. I had had some plans of hooking him up with a reasonable amount of stuffs, but mm-hmm. having not had two character sheets, one of whom he could have he could have really used some of those lightning bolt ones. Yeah. Ah. Their whole internet is down. Alright. There's a pause in recording, so we will see. They're trying to restart the modem. We we played for too long and too greedily. Yes. Oh, I gotta get myself to bed before too much longer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
think we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And then I'll then I'll have to ask how what we want to do as far as if I if I just want to try and edit some audio amount from all of my recording, or if he wants to try and sync it up with the YouTube video, or what exactly? Yeah. So it says that Adobe Audios that you're using there. Hmm. Which are you recording with? You said Adobe. I'm yeah Audios? using Adobe Edition. Okay. I run one channel with a stereo mix, and one channel for my microphone, and um, it comes together pretty well. Typically. Nice. I think part of my problem with my uh, mic and stuff coming on slow is there's uh, installed audios and it uh, installed like 20 virtual audio channels on my system. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of a, a little bit of a problem with the whole online recording thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Lindsay is saying not looking hopeful for reconnecting. Uh, where was that? Yes. Uh, the thing is, unfortunately, even having good quality, it can all sometimes matter what goes through the tubes. Like, I know yeah. I have a good mic, but I'm pretty sure by the time it reaches Howl Computer, it doesn't sound as good anymore. No. So I'm also also a little vain in wanting to record it from my end. You do sound really clear from my end, but uh... well, we're we're a bit closer geographically. Usually, Hal and Lindsay sound pretty good on my end, so... Yeah, I guess. You're quite a bit east from me, but, yeah, not that far. Um, yeah, they're saying not looking hopeful. Uh, I'm just going to ask if you just want to call it there. That's probably... And then, yeah, I'll see. I'll talk with Hal, see. Maybe I will just edit through a podcast version of audio and then see if what he wants to do it or uh, I do have some free time now but at the same time video files and stuff are very large for transfer so yes. it could be ponderous trying to do that okay yeah Lindsay says looks like they have no internet coming to the house at all so okay we will that's what it gets for bad mouth and Comcast yeah so I'll shut the recording there at 2 hours 41 minutes. Bye.